is always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile. Hello and welcome to another great edition of The Cold Hard Truth. I'm here with Peyton. Once again, Jacob is a little late. The shuttles have been a little off recently, <laughs> but we'll have him with us in a, in a short while. All right. So, the Atlanta Braves, for the first time in, I believe, Ooh. what, 20, 26 years, we're jumping right into it. The Braves win the World Series in Houston in a whopping 7 to nothing victory over the Houston Astros on Houston's field. By the way, they took down Houston on the road. Solaire won World Series MVP, had a huge three-run shot out of the park last night, all the way out of the stadium. Freddie Freeman had a nice sing- uh, solo shot. Overall reactions, Max Freed played well at pitcher. Uh, what are your reactions to last night's game? Just happiness. Um, crazy the Astros couldn't get a, literally could not get a hit last night. I think they had four hits in the fifth inning. So Yeah, Freed free shut him out. Yeah, shut him I think he had six, yeah, he had six innings pitched and didn't allow a run, barely allowed any hits, four hits. It was funny, his postseason ERA was 10. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> thank you, Atlanta. Yeah, it's awesome, awesome to see. Just just happy for him. Wish they wish they could have won on the uh, at Part home. The, yeah, and yeah. Part of the thing is too. Our buddy Ian had mentioned this. There are one of our sweet mates. He had said if Ronald Acuna Jr. Because a lot of people that don't know baseball don't even realize that Acuna Jr. is like their best player like as a whole. He wasn't even DH. there for this. Yeah, he wasn't even here for this entire. Um, playoff run and the fact that they were able to accomplish this without Acuna and Ian had mentioned he had said 100% if Ronald Acuna Jr. had not gotten hurt the Braves would not have been able to do this yeah do you agree with that yeah I, I probably would I mean he's just a massive hitter I mean, and he, he was great last night um what's the rule that he was talking about because I don't know baseball that well but what they can't have they they also couldn't have a did they not have Acuna just because he was hurt in, uh, at Houston or I, what no no he's he, he was hurt before the playoffs even began oh, that's gotcha. that's my thing that Ronald Acuna hasn't part of what Ian was saying was that not even just last night Ronald what Ian was saying was that if Ronald Acuna Jr. had not gotten hurt before the playoffs, the Braves would have never been able to make this run in general. The Braves would not have been able to get to the World Series because the rest of the lineup would not have had to start stepping up and hitting the way they've been doing. Gotcha, okay. Because, because when Acuna was healthy, Ronald Acuna kind of was the, was the front man, and he would get a lot of the hits, and the rest of the guys weren't stepping up. Guys like Freeman, Solaire. Um, I can't remember the 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 sp- little speedy guy that plays shortstop, but like they're 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 very 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 fast second hitter. Um, he he plays extremely well. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But so, since, overall, so he said since Acuna got hurt, it gave those guys a little bit more of like a reason. To, okay, I got to step up. I they gotta, had to step up, and, and he was saying if Acuna had not gotten hurt, th- like this, the whole scenario the Braves were placed in would have never happened. Yeah, because it was it yeah. was a fairy tale to you know as is. You, you don't Being an eighty five win team, you knock off the Dodgers. Yeah, I was like, gonna say you don't expect them to beat the Dodgers. They honestly shouldn't have beat the Dodgers, but they did. Um, so yeah, I'm sure a lot of things had to happen for this to to. to but it's end a great story. It it's a great story, and the fact the Astros got to lose especially at home I love it because again we baseball we said this last time baseball fans 
you know, just it was just fans, great. Sports fans in general, you don't like the Astros. It was great to watch like that entire stadium of people just hold their heads. It was just awesome. Just just couldn't to have, see how upset they were to finally have to listen. They they did lose, I believe, to the it was to that the Nationals that one year. Yeah. So like they have lost before, but just to see them lose again, it's just like after the cheating scandal came out because when that I believe when they were in the World Series against the Nationals, the cheating scandal had not been. It's like, just the way yet. they lost. Like they just could not hit the ball. And it was Seven zero. Awesome. It was not, just, a, not a single run. They didn't, they couldn't even put up a fight against. Them. It felt like the game was. I'm telling you, once Soler hit that home run, it was over. Like we all. Well, Soler took their hearts. It was like, nuts. He, yeah, it was he, nuts. He, he, he took he he took the souls out of the out of the stadium and sent, from then on, after that home run, the, the stadium was silent. Me and Ian were watching. And we thought like we didn't know it was gone, gone. Like we thought maybe Pop Fly and just his reaction to the hit. Like and then it, oh, he, he stared at it. He, knew, like, he, he knew, knew immediately. As soon as we and saw that, his reaction, we we're like, whoa, that thing must be me, gone. I wasn't there for that like, live, but when seeing the highlights, he. That was a hell of a swing. That was a Batista. He, that was a Batista ass bomb. He ripped it. Yeah. Like that was. Imagine that was at a, home. Imagine at home. Oh my I, god, the, the the stadium would have been oof. erupting. I know. They, like it, it would have been. That's it, what I mean. It was like it reminded me of Batista in 2016. Erupting. But yeah. So all right, I'm gonna get Jacob's take on this in a little bit. But I want to move on to football. I mean, it sucks that he's not here. But we got to keep going. Yep. All right, football. So, unfortunately, the best running back in the league this season so far, Derrick Henry. It is so sad to see. He suffered a foot, uh, I believe it was a left foot injury um, against the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday. Do you know Sunday. what the injury exactly is? I don't know specifically exactly what he had to get surgery for, but I just know that it was a foot injury and yeah, he, he required surgery. All right. He is out for a minimum of six to ten weeks, um, likely the ten, because with uh, I, I, from what I've been hearing, they haven't released exactly what the injury is, but from this type of injury and how serious it is for him yeah. and the fact that he needed surgery, odds are he will not be back for this 2021 season, which, again— it, Unfortunate. It sucks. On the on, I guess somewhat of a bright side, the Titans did sign Adrian Peterson, thirty six year old AP, out of, off the waivers, and he's on the practice squad right now, expected to be elevated to the you know the active roster in the next few days. But just overall, like, what does this do to Tennessee? I mean, it would be awesome to see Adrian Peterson just go beast mode, but one hundred percent, it's a huge blow for Tennessee. What, what, if we're, what being, is if the, we're being honest, it's a massive blow. They have no chance of going anywhere in the playoffs, in my opinion. Do you think they'll injury. still make the playoffs? Um, they're six and two right now. They have the best record in the uh, AFC currently. They have the number one seed in the AFC. I think they could. Yeah, they'll probably edge it out, but I don't think they'll. It'll be. Do you think they'll? Do you think they'll still win the division? I'd have to see their schedule. Because the Indianapolis' schedule coming up is tough. It is very very difficult. Really? So I, I can pull it up right now for you. But yeah, from what um. I watched uh, Sports Center and First Take this morning, and yeah. they were saying that, in, like, you know, the fact that even though Derrick Henry is out, the fact that Indianapolis has such a tough nah, schedule. I don't know about that forward, though, because that kid Pitts and Jonathan Taylor have been going bonkers. So, all right, let's look at it. So, all right, Colts have the next two are very light: Jets, Jaguars. Who does? They, yeah, they have the Jets tomorrow. Uh, they have the Bill. Then after that, Bills, Buccaneers. Those are two Ooh, losses. Okay. Yeah, that's two losses. Texans. They could beat them. That's a dub. Patriots. I would see them losing that. I don't know. Ma- They're a good that, team. That's like a toss up. Card then then Cardinals, Raiders, and they finish off with Jacksonville. So they have a decently tough schedule it's ahead. Not I mean, that bad. It's I mean, Bill. They went through. What, so how many games left? What seven? They have no. They have two, four, and oh, here we go. Jacob is here. Hey, We're gonna turn his mic on real you, quick. Nice Hey, what's up, man? Shuttle, shuttle sucks. Yeah, shuttle sucks. All right. It is what it is. So we talked. To, we're in the middle of football right now. We're going to go back for you a little bit, though. Baseball. Baseball. Wow. Atlanta Braves the win the World Series. Give us your reactions. Peyton and I already went. Floor is yours. Well, Let's you know, hear it. I'm wondering what you think about this. The last time the Braves won the World Series, you know who won the year after? Yankees. New York Yankees. Wow. 
So that maybe 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 a little history. What a stat. Maybe, maybe a little probably bit, not relevant. Maybe, right no, maybe ass. a little maybe a little bit of foreshadowing in the next season. But anyway, no. knock on wood. Let's go, uh, Braves. Yeah, what the happened? Braves were awesome. So happy for Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Um, pitching staff just completely overperformed. I mean, it's not Max Fried played really. I well. truly believe that they overperformed. I don't think it's that. People didn't know how good they were. I just think they had a lot of guys that played very above their pay grade. They had a lot of they had a lot of relievers, sorry, specifically that were usually one inning guys that came in and put in huge shifts with no earned runs and very few hits. Uh, that was the reason they won. I, I mean, because we knew they were going to hit. You know, they hit all year. That's why they were here. But yeah. their the stepping up of their pitching, specifically their bullpen, is the reason they won this World Series. And everyone always says you can't win a World Series if your bullpen's not pitching well. One yeah. of, and it's very true. I've never seen it happen. I brought this up to uh, Peyton. One of our buddies, obviously you know him too, Ian, he had mentioned the fact that, you know, Ronald Acuna Jr. had gone down even before the postseason. They made yep. this entire run without him. Do you think they could have done this without Acuna? Because part of what Ian was saying was that, you know, and I, th- I feel like this is a decent point, that the Braves knew, the rest of the lineup knew they had it to start, they had to start stepping up, excuse me, and really start hitting the ball well, and the rest of the team overall had just come together and, like, yeah. pl- like you said, play above their pay grade, honestly. Do you think they could have done this if, if Ronald Acuna had never gotten hurt? I think this situation comes up a lot in sports. I mean, honestly, you can make a case for no. That's, um, what, that's what Ian said. Ian believes that if Acuna had never gotten hurt, the Braves would have been out maybe in the second round. And I don't think he's Dodgers. wrong yeah. in saying that. I don't think you would... I think it would be far-fetched to say that they're better without him. But well, no, I do I'm not think, saying they're no, better, yeah, but, but I think yeah, it, yeah, it can ex- inspire a team, and I, I think that definitely happened You know, with guys like Austin Riley playing huge. I mean, Freddie, we knew, would play well. Ozzy Albies, Jorge Soler, that shot last Soler, night. Yeah, I he, mean, a hello. lot of guys stepped up World a lot. Series MVP, and this is almost kind of like reminiscent, and it brings me back to when wasn't an injury, but when Bryce Harper leaves, yeah. the Nationals beat the same team, the Houston Astros. Very, very it's, similar season it's, it's, all it's, around. It's, it's kind of crazy the Astros were on the losing end of two teams that kind of lost their best player and then went on and beat them in the World Series. It's kind of like a fun, you know interesting stat there. but yeah. and, t- and just team-wise, they were so similar. You know, uh, The Nationals, however, looked way more at pitching, so in that aspect they were different. Well, yeah, they had both said, teams they had, were 500. You know, Scherzer, yeah. They were 500 deep into the year. I mean, they were... They had a 0.3% chance of making the playoffs at one point, mm-hmm. and, and they, they won the World it. Series. Yeah. So They pulled it out. Yeah, I think it was very entertaining. I think we were all you know happy to kind of see Houston uh, get knocked down at Pagan. Absolutely, and, lose. and yeah. hopefully this is the end for them. I, yeah, I, mean, I they, think they hopefully. could lose a few guys, and that could do it for them, I think. We'll see, because they have a few free agents coming up. And then we were just in the middle. We moved to football. We were in the middle of touching on the very unfortunate injury to Derrick Henry, the foot injury he suffered. He's done for at least six to ten weeks, underwent foot surgery. Um, and you know, due to this, due to the severity of the injury, from what I, from what you know, the reports have been saying out of Mike Rabel and the Titans just camp in general, Henry will likely be out for the rest of the season. The Titans did pick up Adrian Peterson off the waivers, a 36 year old AP. So my question to you is, when Peyton Peyton was just kind of touching on the fact that you know it, it, they're going to struggle to go far, obviously in the playoffs if, if they yeah. get there. Do you think first off they're still going to win the division? Second off, if they don't, will they still get in the playoffs? And keep in mind they are six and two, first in the AFC right now. Well, they are in the worst division in, in the NFL, yeah. so that helps a lot. Um, the only contending team is the Colts, and what are they two and five, three, 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 three and five, three and five, three and five and currently? Yeah, I think they'll win. The I next, wouldn't believe I think in them too much. Four of their next eight, they yeah, have, eight left. Win this four is I was. Peyton, I think they could win the division, but I don't think they'll win more than ten games. Peyton I think was, ten at most. 
Peyton, I just rattled off the schedule to Peyton so I can give it to you. Probably so not the, even. The Colts. Yeah, the, the, the yeah this, this is the Colts schedule. So the yeah. Colts have upcoming, obviously, your Jets tomorrow with Mike White. They have the Jaguars after that. Then the Bills, Buccaneers, Texans. They got a bye week. Then they have the Pats, Cardinals, Raiders, and the Jags again. So really, besides the Jags and the, the two Jaguars games, the Texans and the Jets, every other game feels like a, like almost a guaranteed loss to me. I mean, Patriots and Raiders is like... That's like a midway, but like, yeah, and then I guess... All right, I think so they could beat those teams. Me they too. Could. Me too. I, I mean, I, I can see them being... I bad. just don't, and I want to compare it to Tennessee's schedule because then it get, obviously depends on what they're going to be doing yeah. too in terms of their schedule. I but think just straight team-wise, I'd rather have Indianapolis than Titans without Derrick Henry. Oh, Titans, they are. So they have, Titans have Rams, then Saints, uh. Texans, Pats, Jaguars, Steelers, Niners, Dolphins, Texans. So their schedule isn't terrible. I mean, the only game that's like a really big one is the Rams. Yeah. We'll I see. think all right, I I think the Titans are going to win the division still, but they'll get they might, they'll probably get bounced in the first round, if not definitely the second round. I agree with that take. Yeah, I w- I think they'll hold on. I, I think that they're they can win like eleven games, maybe eleven. Mm-hmm. I'd say they get like five. I think the additions they made offensively will be enough to keep them afloat. I mean, I don't think they'll like you said. I think they'll be around five hundred the rest of the year, and and that could be enough based on the cold slow start and the other two teams being absolutely horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, they, it's, they could win the division at at 9 and 8. Tannehill honestly. hasn't thrown the ball a lot this year. He's kind of been warming up yeah. now. So so maybe maybe he has a chance of like doing all right. AJ Brown's at the step up and, yeah. Julio, and well, AJ, AJ's been stepping yeah. up, but he's he going to have to utilize Julio more and I haven't really seen him throw yeah, the ball Julio, downfield as much. Julio is like he's been dealing with some injury bugs a little bit here and there during the season, so hopefully he can kind of get healthy and get an upward trajectory going to this stretch where they need him to be Depends big. on Tannehill, but yes. It does. No, t- plus the thing is Derek Henry really helps with their play action game so I'm curious to see how Ray right. will, how, that, that's worthy I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious about. to see how I'm curious to see how Mike Vrabel's um like you know he's like a defensive minded coach I'm curious to see how he can kind of adapt and develop a new kind of play action game without one the scariest run threat in the NFL I'd like to see them get AP moving. I mean, maybe you can establish some kind of play action with Adrian Peterson. Obviously, that's going to be Because AP, I feel like, can still be scary to a defense even if he's 36. Downhill-wise, like, downhill which yeah. is exactly what Derrick Henry is, just on a way higher level at this well, point. Well, obviously, but. yeah, because Henry's younger. He's been in the league, obviously, longer. He has more you know, more reps right now. But yes. anyway, move on. Another injury. Jameis Winston, unfortunately, tore his ACL against Tampa Bay Buccaneers, oh, even though the Saints were able to pull out a win with Trevor Simeon as the backup. How? Taysom Hill is still there with dealing with a concussion. So the first question I'm going to ask you, should the New Orleans Saints sign Cam Newton off the waiver? Should the Saints pick up Cam Newton and start him over either Taysom or Trevor Simeon? Maybe because that just sounds like such a scary dual threat with Kamara in the backfield. But you have Taysom there, which is basically Cam. With a little bit more low-key because Taysom can kind of do it. Do you a think, lot of things. Yeah, uh, Taysom's like a, a Swiss, Swiss Army knife. Like, I think you know it's, I, mean? I think it's too late to to sign Cam at this point, honestly. But but again, like the thought of him and Kamara in the backfield sounds amazing. So, you do tailbacks, but no, I, I wouldn't. Sign Jacob, him. would you sign Cam? Um, I would. It'll be hard for him to slide in at this point, but why not? They're not going to have to pay him much money. I mean, I think it's a you can get him on a one year veteran minimum. I think it's a low risk, high reward. I okay. think if it doesn't work out, and you know, it's too short of enough time to learn the offense and everything. You have your other two options. I don't think it could really hurt them. If I, one, I, don't, I don't think he could be worse than Trevor Simeon. No. I, I, there's just no uh, way. Maybe he could be. But if there's one that's guy that can figure out Cam happen. Newton at week nine in the NFL season, it's Sean Payton. Right, so. that's true, I too. Think, I think don't even bother signing Cam Newton. I think that, you know, at least because I've been hearing from a lot of my friends, Saints are done. Like, the Saints are done. They're not going to win. Like, they're, like, screwed. I go, you have to give Sean Payton a little more so credit much here. Credit. Yeah, because, a lot because of credit. Because the amount— the, the, 
the offensive mind this guy has. Sean Payton is one of the best coaches in the NFL defensive currently. Mind, just mind he, in he's, general. Yeah, he's he's just a great he's yeah he's a great NFL coach overall. I have full confidence in him. Trevor Simeon obviously is not like oh my god a world beater, but you trust me. For the time that Taysom Hill will still be out with the concussion, Sean Payton will figure out a way to scheme Trevor Simeon into this offense and allow them to still be decent enough and hang on to be in the fight for a wild card spot. I can totally see them still being in that like in that I mean, in the fight. Yeah, in the fight. I mean, it just it's not. There's going to be some games that they get blown and, up though. Uh, yeah, there's definitely going to be times where Simeon makes mistakes. And it's also and just that I don't. I think giving Sean Payton the credit means that the, like people shouldn't stop thinking the Saints are going to get like blown out every single game and they're they going to fall on their face. That's not going to happen. Atlanta next week is a, is a dub. Tennessee. Philly, Buffalo, Dallas, Jets, Tampa, Miami, Carolina, Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, they have they, they have a decently tough schedule. But all I'm saying is that people they can definitely should, stay people, in the mix. People should not be expecting New Orleans to fall fat, no. flat on their face, no, I don't and, know, I, so. and it's because of Sean Payton and Alvin Kamara. Yeah, and it also another injury for this team. Michael Thomas has officially been ruled out for the year. He will not be returning. I think that's his last. He's played his last game as a New Orleans Saint. You think honest. so? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised either. Is, it's he, just, free, is I just he a free think, agent into the upcoming se- off season? I would assume so, based on what he's been saying. I mean, I think it just ran its course, honestly. Yeah, I you think, think you think it's time for him to be done yeah, after, after the Breeze yeah. era? You think it's time to move on? Yeah. yeah but who I, do I they just, have at receiver besides him, though? Roquan Smith. I, don't, I just don't think Marquez Callaway. I mean, like they're decent, but like it's not. You're. I think he had that huge chip on his shoulder, and then it got slid off, and now he just he, he's I don't know where he's at right now, but it just doesn't like at least from what I've seen on social media and what he's been saying about the organization as a whole. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just doesn't seem like his mind is on it football was also, right now. So it's also interesting to see how he waited to get the surgery done, and he chose to kind of pro, like um, delay it up until like up until the point where he knew that he'd be missing a good chunk of the season. That's when he chose to get the surgery done. It was almost like when Scottie Pippen delayed like back in the um, in the nineties when the yeah. Bulls were playing when Scottie. You you probably remember this when Scotty yep. Pippen had an injury and then he wanted to take his summer and not have to deal with the surgery. He got the surgery at the start of the season rather than getting it in the summer and being ready. It was kind of the similar situation where Michael Thomas didn't want to get it like in the summer, early you know spring kind of end of the season. He waited closer to, to, to the start of this year and this is what has made him miss the chunk of the year and now unfortunately the rest of the season. So that that definitely hurts. Him I mean, as well, you want to go from playing with Drew Brees to Jameis Winston? I'm, probably I, not. I mean, yeah, I, I could see that, but listen, they're five and they've been five and two with him. For half a game, they had him for the Bucks. I mean, they're they're five and two. They're yeah, not he terrible. was whining. I mean, if I was Sean Payton, I wouldn't want the guy on my team, even as good as he is. Like, I, 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 I think I think I, I really don't think he's good enough where it's worth it. The agenda that he's going to cause them. Yeah, I yeah. think there are players that are, and I'm not saying he's not a great receiver. I just don't think he's him, worth. It, yeah, and it's not even it's not even necessarily that he's not good enough. The way they play, it's not like he's not. The diff- as you can see, he's not the difference maker. Like, They're five and two. What do they call um? What do they a system? He's like a system receiver in my yeah. In my, no, like, compa- and I, I agree. hate and I hate like people get butter. It doesn't mean people he's not get good. Butter- sorry, sorry to like if we're dragging on this, but people get no, buttered by this because he's dragging. because he had that great year with with like the he set the record for receptions or whatever. That was like the most system year of all time where yeah. Drew Brees and him had that connection where it was just happening eleven to twelve catches every single game. Like he's not, you know, he's not going to stretch the field. He's not going to kill you with route running. He's not. He, nope. He's nothing particularly great about him. But he is a great receiver in the right role in the right team. But I mean, no, nah, for the Saints right now, I don't see. La- any, last like, question even. for the Saints: Taysom Hill healthy? Who do you start, him or Trevor? Taysom Hill. I, I think so for Taysom sure. Hill. Okay, I, I think it's a no-brainer. I agree with that. All right, moving. Oh, actually, no. Sorry, last injury. Not really an injury, but an unfortunate situation for my Green Bay Packers. COVID continues to ravage our roster currently. Unfortunately, our amazing, that bad man, Aaron Rodgers, 
unvaccinated has tested positive for COVID nineteen. He will um he has to isolate himself for at least ten days. Oh, Saquon Barkley also positive. Yes, tested positive. Saquon Barkley as well tested positive. Rogers will be forced to isolate along Both with Saquon. Team. I don't I don't know if Saquon's vaccinated or not because the rules are different for unvaxxed and vaxxed. But he is, I think. Okay, so he won't have to do what Rogers will do. Rogers unvaccinated will have to isolate for ten days up until at least next Saturday. So he's definitely out for this Sunday. Jordan Love will be getting the start. First off, my question is, do you think that Jordan Love and this Green Bay Packers offense with getting their weapons back with Devontae and Lazard, the run game is still there. Can they be can they put up points against an extremely, extremely porous and weak Kansas City Chiefs defense this if, weekend? If Jordan Love doesn't turn the ball over, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like they should lean heavily on the run again against Arizona. I would completely lean on the run. Have Jones I, and Dylan. The Chiefs can't stop anything. If you let can alone like run. Just get, get Jordan Love warm and just get him a couple touches, get him a couple, like, whether it's slants. Just kind of do what Rogers did. Yeah, just, just, like, something, like, yeah, just, like just, not, just get his feet wet a little bit the first couple drives. Yeah, and your defense like, can keep you in the game, which hopefully they do. I mean, if I love, think the if defense love, can because Mahomes, uh, listen, Mahomes hasn't looked great this year. So nah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he hasn't looked great, but he can. Play, he is a great player and he can play great. If Jordan Love doesn't turn the ball over and their defense, like the Green Bay defense, plays as well as they did last week, yeah, complete, they can totally win this. game. I think this will say a lot about Green Bay though. If if they pull out the win against Arizona first off without Devontae, without Lazard, and then they and MBS, and they come in in this game and win without Rodgers back to back weeks, this says a lot about Green all Bay's. Rogers. Rogers had 184 yards for two touchdowns last week, and they beat the best. The best, the best record-wise team in the league. So if, if Jordan, I'm saying, but he says a Jordan, lot. Just yeah. no, absolutely. But if Jordan Love can play 140 yards, 184 yards, exactly, that's they, what I'm saying. They like, relied on the run game, and you'll still have Adams there to, yeah, to, like, to, yeah. to bail you out of some situations because Love can kind of just chuck the ball up, and Adams gonna make a of course, play for him. Of course, no, well, yeah, that. And all I'm saying is like Love doesn't have to like be Superman. Yeah, no, he, doesn't. Like, like, he doesn't have to go Mike White or Cooper Rush. He no, just has to. No. Yeah, he just has to play a well, decent Cooper game. Rush. Yeah, a Cooper little bit like that. Season. Jacob, anything you wanted to throw yeah, out here as well? I, th- I think that um, the key for the Packers, like you said, establish the run game. Um, I think that like the only way that, because I, I do think that they will win. The Packers? Despite, yeah. Okay. I I think so. I think it'll be it's a close game. It's hard to say that, isn't it? Well, I like the. I mean, I no, want no, the Packers. No, no, of course, but it's hard. But it's hard without Rodgers. Well, I just don't like, want to say it. Yeah, with Tino. Even say like I think. I think you said they're gonna. I said they're gonna lose last week. I was but, surprised. Surprised but by here, the Here's where I think that things could go wrong. The few good parts of the Chiefs' defense, and there aren't many, are in their secondary. That's my if point. He makes rely mistakes. On, rely on exactly. the run, though. Which rely he could, on the run. Which he absolutely could. That's possible. Yeah. Very, very possible. Then it could go the Chiefs' way. It depends on how Lafleur plays it. Yep, and Blake Bortles also just—I mean, this is kind of like not super, not super relevant. I'm just saying, Blake Bortles—he <laughs> joined the practice squad for the Packers, and he'll also be available barring any issues with Jordan Love. So we'll see what happens That'd in that awesome. game on Sunday. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, very unfortunate, obviously, he tested positive for COVID. Now, big trade at the trade deadline: Von Miller, eight-time Pro Bowler, got traded to the Rams for a second and a third-round pick. Holy! This defense: Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald, Von Miller on the front seven alone. Then you got Ramsey in the in the back of Jacob. What does this do for the Rams? Um, I think if they weren't already, I think they're the best team in the NFL. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say not now with like the defense they have by far. Yeah. You want to take this call real quick, and we'll yeah. see. We'll ask pose this question to him. Hello, Carly. You're on. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on. I'm already. Hey, what's up? How are you, brother? Good to hear from you, brother. Hey, I'm not doing so well. I just got hit with the flu. Oh, oh that's so sorry. sorry to hear, man. That's hey, sorry to hear. Hey, I, got, I called the podcast and I got a lot better. I'm gonna do cartwheels now. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Amari, I wanted to pose a quick question to you. We were talking about the big, uh, big trade that happened over the deadline. 
Um, Von Miller to the Rams. What do you think this does for the Rams as a whole? Where does this put them? Um, I think personally, by the way, that's a great question. I think personally, it's, I don't know, how old is Von Miller? He's like, what, 30, 30, 30 32. He's 32, I believe. Yeah. Okay. It's, he, I think he's a little bit injury prone, for sure. but I haven't really looked up on him for a while, but I think it's a great pickup. And I think I firmly believe everyone's doing these moves in the NFC just to be Tom Brady. I think that's really the, that comes down to that. Fantastic point. I mean, yeah, because Brady is the def- Brady's the defending champion. You, every move you're making is to try to beat this guy. I mean, it's, 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 his yeah. roster is so stacked. Like, if you look at the Bucks lineup, like, it's and like, the corners have been injured for majority of the year anyway. And yeah, they're once still, they come yeah, back. And they're still 6-2. and two. Amari, how about that big Steelers win? Oh, yeah, that was a huge one hey, for Big Ben. Hey, all the turntables have turned, huh, guys? <laughs> what, 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 what are they, 4-3 nah, and th- and now? We're going to be 4-3 and three next week. We're going to be 5-3 and three when, we, when we play Aaron Rodgers' team, the Chicago whoa, Bears. Okay. And then, oh, 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 like, oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers' team, the Chicago mm-hmm. Bears. You're right. Yeah, we own them. Um, <laughs> we do own them. Yeah, do you, all right. And real, real quick, do you think that the Rams should be Super Bowl favorites right now after this Von Miller trade in the entire league? Should they be the favorites? <sighs> I actually had week one. I actually had Matthew Stafford winning MVP. But I think that I wasn't a bad believe. take. I thought Stafford would be in the. He kind of still is in the race, but I thought he would be at the start of I the year think, as well. I think the Bucks would be Super Bowl. But then I'm being honest with you. Despite this Sunday, my Super Bowl picks: Green Bay Packers and the Buffalo Bills. That's not I think bad. That's honestly, very likely. Yeah. I, I think, not agree more. I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC right now by far. Not maybe not by far, but like I think clear, a fair I, yeah, amount. I think by a fair amount. And the Packers again, like I said, if they prove this weekend they can win with Jordan Love and without Rodgers, and they won last week against the undefeated Cardinals, ex undefeated. But like if the Packers prove these two wins, they can do, they can pull it out without you know some of their star players. It says a lot about their team and the way they can rally and how Lafleur can adjust to different situations. I think. And 100%, I agree. You guys are the best, the greatest takes. <laughs> Thank thanks, you. Bro. Thanks Thank for you, the call, Mark. man. We'll let you go. Appreciate it. See you, brother. Hey, hey God bless. Thanks, man. All right, so, all right, back to what we were talking about in terms of the Rams. All right, so I posed the question to him. Do you guys believe, are the Rams the Super Bowl favorites right now? Should they I be? I think he said the teams that, that you guys Packers, are. Rams, Bucks, and the Bills. Those are my teams. Uh, yeah, I think it's finally the Bills' time in the AFC. I've been saying it over and over. I just think they're at a point now where, like, you always felt like in the last few years, despite how good they were, that they just weren't ready. Yeah. They're unbelievably ready. Yeah. And I do think any of those three teams in the NFC are, are, are possible. I, w- I would mark the Rams as my slight favorite right now, though. <laughs> to touch on Amari's point, though, about how Von Miller's been injury-prone, the the main reason I think they made this trade, first off, it was a good trade for Denver because he was he's on an expiring contract. Yeah. He was going to walk away for nothing, like, at the worst, a compensatory fifth-round pick in yeah. terms of what, how the offseason works. They got something for him. So it was a good trade by Denver to get him out of there and mm. in a situation where they know they're not going far the thing about Von Miller is he's not coming here to make a big impact for the rest of the regular season I'm telling you that right now he's not going to be like Donald playing the majority of the snaps he's not going to be doing that he's going to play maybe 20 30 snaps a game in my opinion for the regular season the re- the, the reason you really think that the reason this trade is so big in my opinion is maybe a little bit more in the regular. My point is his impact is not going to be huge in the regular season as, as to pushing him to the as, to getting into the playoffs. My thing is, is getting through the playoffs. So kind of like he, that playoff he's, Lenny, but he's, but he's defensively, gonna, he's going to be the guy you might see that comes in there at the end of a game, makes a strip sack, makes a bat down yeah. at the end of the game, like makes key plays in the playoffs because he's, he's been, been there, there before. before. He's won a Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl MVP the year they won in Denver. Or I believe yeah. right. He it won was yeah, the MVP. MVP against Carolina. Two he had a huge game. Yeah. Still jokes about that today. He, 
He had a huge game. Vaughn can make plays. Vaughn is an experienced winner. He's won. He knows what it takes to win in the playoffs. It's a good veteran presence. I think it's a more. It was more of a playoff pickup to have in the playoffs rather than for the regular season because without yeah. him, they probably still would have won thirteen games. I possibly. think it depends like, on. It, like you said, he's kind of injury prone. He's a little bit older. If that's my point. I'm so not I, having to I, wear I, him out. I think you definitely ease him into snaps. Yeah, you don't but, need him that much right no, now. Yeah, you have, but, you have but by, by, by week 15, 16, I see him. It starts moving. Well, by that point, yeah, you're three games out. Like it's uh, meeting meeting, meeting right now. Yeah, the next five, six games, you won't see him a lot. Yeah, you won't see him that much. And people are going to be like, "Oh my God, where's Vaughn?" Don't worry about it. They don't need him right now. They're still going to be able to win a majority of their games without him. They didn't need him. It's only yeah, it's only helping them. It's only helping them. Last thing before we get to like you know week eight reactions. A very, very crazy, wild news. Henry Ruggs III, star wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, con- um, convicted, or I should say convicted. He was arrested for a DUI charge, and he unfortunately, in the car crash, killed a woman and her dog, which honestly, that I mean, that just, it shocks me. The reports say he was driving at 156 miles per hour in his car. Peyton said, you saw pictures of it, the car, the car's on fire, like it was just, the, the scene was just not good. Brutal. Yeah, it was just terrible, and it's, you know, unfortunate for the Raiders and Rugs, but just first off, like, obviously, you know, your reactions, and then, do, do you think it's possible that do you think Ruggs will be back in the NFL at some point? He's only 22. He's young. Do you think there's a possibility he could end up back in the NFL? First off reactions, though, just hearing I, the news. I think it'll be really hard for a team to want that. I think that more than most of these type of situations, it was so specific and so... Somebody passed away. Someone died, and it was graphic, like, in terms of the story itself. Yeah. Knowing how he was driving, knowing he was under the influence, knowing he was armed... Mm-hmm. Knowing the results, yep. there's just so many horrible factors, more than most, I think, because usually it's like you hear DUI, that's it. You hear the suspension, that's it. But there's so much that went on with this small scenario. I would lean towards no about seeing him again. I wouldn't rule it out completely. I think it would be down the line, if at all. But that's my thing. Yeah, because like you think about it, like guys, I, like, I doubt it. Like guys like Kareem Hunt are still in the league now. Antonio no, Brown, yeah. Randy Gregory, like people, they, people. like they didn't. Yeah. They obviously didn't murder anybody. Like, yeah. like I say murder, but like they didn't. They didn't do something that resulted in somebody's death. But I, I want to bring yeah. up an example before Peyton goes. In 2009, I was talking about this earlier. Dante Stallworth, a Cleveland Browns receiver, had pleaded guilty to DUI manslaughter, and he only got 30 days in prison. So this has happened before, and they were saying rugs could get two to twenty years. That is not happening. Well, I'll I tell mean, you right I now, mean, it's unfortunate, I mean, but I don't think it's going to happen. To hear that he was driving at 156 miles an hour, armed, under the influence. I mean, this is, it, it doesn't get much worse. You have in, to think, in that scenario. Uh, not to pull a Jacob and like not this isn't a light story. Like you know, first and foremost, God rest whoever passed away today. Um, from that, but yeah, we you, don't. I don't. I don't. I don't you, have you. To, you can't. You can't. Th- you have to think that he would get some jail time for that. You. You can't drive 156 miles now. Oh, he will get time. You saw like you like you. You. You were just drunk and you. Or I mean, it's not. Not to make it. You know, it's not. Nothing is justifiable in these circumstances, but. I mean, this is like very knowingly putting somebody in grave, grave danger. And it was also Not only a, yourself, but a lot of There was people. a post that I believe was out there that he posted on social media of him holding, a, uh, I believe it was a, maybe a Jack Daniels bottle. It was something. But like, the he, same there, day? Yeah, there's like, the, but right before, like before the accident. Yeah, like the same night. Yeah. It was like, or whatever time it was, there was photo evidence, I believe. I don't have I just, photos right here, but there are photo evidence of him, excuse me, 
photo evidence of, you know, Ruggs drinking before the incident. So it's like I, he has so much damning evidence, but like for some reason in my mind, because of the history we've seen, because he's a pro athlete, because of the way the guys, again, like Stallworth, maybe it's not as bad, but it's basically the very similar situation. It was a DUI manslaughter. He was driving yeah. drunk. It's like, and he got 30 days in jail. 30 days. I don't want to dive into this too deeply or I know, like I'm, cut I'm you just, off yeah, or but jump, like, yeah. but, but to make no, a point. No, I was, I'm done. I said everything I was going to say. To make I a, was making that point. To make yeah, a but, point, like it's, it's. It's unfortunate. A- athletes and professional, you know, uh, uh, superstars in general are treated like like they're superhumans. Royalty, yeah. And that and that's and it goes from in the public eye's perception even to the courts. Like things happen all the time. Celebrities do all like like terrible, awful terrible, OJ awful Simpson things. Too is another example. Uh, and they're, they're like so many things that we don't even know about that just get swept under the rug because they are, you know, they have the stature they do in society. At the end of the day, these people are human. They make stupid decisions, um, yep. and they act irrationally, and, and and they should they should be treated the same as anybody else. They get would be their consequences, they, yeah, they absolutely. Yep. Which they do not, and it's awful. That's why I think he has a chance to still play, but we'll move on from this. I feel yeah, there's no way a, there's yeah, no way of, he should, but definitely probably will. Kind, kind of a somber topic. We'll move on. Week eight. Jets, Bengals, Jacobs, New York Jets with backup Mike White. What a day this guy had. I want to list, I want to pull this up real quick and just list Mike White's stats. I got him right had. here. Can I get him? Oh, you can, yeah, you can go. 34, wait, never mind. This is wrong. I have 75. I don't think he threw 75 passes. 34 for some amount of passes for 405 yards, three touchdowns and two interceptions. Michael Carter went for fi- 15 carries for 77 yards on the ground and nine for 95 in the air with a rushing touchdown. Absolutely huge day. For the Jets. All right, but I, I want to get My Jets question fans. is, can they keep it going tomorrow? And I think so. No. No, they can't. <sighs> One off. Mike White, what a fairy tale game. But no, he's going to get absolutely shellacked by the Colts so. tomorrow. But we said he, we, this is my thing. Who, yeah, I, who say, hold who on, said, hold on, hold yeah, he was no. supposed to get well, shellacked last game. week. It was a good game. It was a good game. Yeah, I'm not that, saying the that Jets. That head-to-head call never happens. They lose that game. A lot of points. Okay, I'm gonna let you guys go at this. I can dumped, I mean, I mean, ninety percent of his passes were dumped. You act like it was the a last second, and they scored a touchdown. They called back a touchdown. Michael Carter had the he game. He still would have had to go ninety yards down the field and score. They were at the twenty. What? They were at the Jets twenty. No, they call. weren't. Yes, they were. Jacob, there was a minute and fifty yeah, seconds. We watched it. I know, and they were at the twenty. There's no way they were at the twenty. There was a minute and fifty three seconds left when the call was made. It was a ten yard penalty. They were not at the it was 20. a third and eleven. It they was were not be at the twenty. They were at the twenty. No way. But they, then why didn't they kick a field goal? What do you mean why didn't they? After the penalty, the they, Jets were at their own twenty. Yeah, exactly. So where would they have punted? Down the field. Who cares? That you still give Joe Burrow the ball with at least a minute and thirty seconds on the clock, at least. And, and I'm not sure he goes ninety yards down the field and marches. I don't think it would have been ninety yards. I think it would have been eighty, seventy yards, maybe even sixty. Yeah, and the Jets defense made some really nice stops that game. They did, but I think crunch time. You're, you're the acting game. like you're acting like it was such a like a. It was a it was a game losing call. It was no way. They it was were a, losing it was by a, three points. It was a crucial call. Crucial. Sure. They sure. Had three timeouts. You can't just maybe, guarantee maybe, maybe, that they were going to score. Cru, cru, crucial call. Maybe not a game. A lot. Of, all no, I'm saying is a lot of things happened right for the Jets. No, no, no. We're the defense played they great. Did, they Michael did, they Carter did. played, played the, great. Jamar Chase also had a, a drop in the end zone. First off, a few drops throughout the game. I, listen, Nine I, targets, three receptions, you, no, six drops. Yeah, you know, you get maybe not six, but like had a few yeah, drops. Four. You, 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 you give credit to Mike White. Honestly, yeah. the second player ever in his first start to have 400 yards besides Cam Newton. I believe Cam had like 411. Yeah. He gets 405. He had a monster of a day. Do I think Mike White can repeat this tomorrow? No, I do not. But he might Jets, not have to, he, is yeah, my point. The Jets can if win. If they do, dude, parade. The Jets parade. The Jets can win, but I don't think Mike White's going parade. off like that again. Let me, let me just explain. Party. He also caught let a two-point conversion pass. Let, let me just clarify, actually, rather. 
I'm not saying that they're going to do anything with the season. I'm not even saying they're going to win beyond tomorrow. Uh, the reason I think that they have a nice shot at winning tomorrow oh, They're at is, home, right? No. Oh, they're not. They're it's in Indy. Okay, they're in Indy. Whatever. I don't think it's a huge... I don't think that's I'm a huge just, deal. I, I, was just curious. I was just curious. Yeah, yeah. In the Indy. reason I think they have a shot tomorrow is because I think that the, what is probably the best part of the Jets' whole team, maybe, is they do have the ability to create turnovers as they did against the Bengals. Yep. Carson Wentz, turnover machine. My Colts defense, banged up right now. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, and I think the Jets have a chance th- of coming think, out with a, a twenty-one-seventeen-ish no, win. The, the, the big the around big, there. The, before we move on from this, the Clip biggest, the, no, the biggest, biggest thing to, in tomorrow's game that will determine really the outcome. I'm excited for it. The I biggest thing that will game. determine the outcome is if the Jets can stop Jonathan Taylor. That will be the decider. If the Jets cannot stop Jonathan yeah, Taylor, nah, they will I not win. I have a feeling they're not going to win. Probably not. No one has been able to. He's been yeah. on, Michael, he's Michael, on the Michael, Michael Carter's getting his, he's, his he's feet warm. Like you said, Cole Stevens has been banged up. Yeah, I'm not. I do believe White will have a huge You probably have the best chance to win on a Thursday night after you just had a monster. like. That's what I'm saying. A short week rolling off momentum. Maybe under Salah is much fired more, up for tomorrow and they're much night. more confident. Like much more confident too. Without I hate play how that much you like that win. I hated it. They're gonna play that I game. Hated it. Who Robert? Yeah, because well, uh-huh. well, after that head to head call, he yeah. was like he looked like a little boy who just got a. I mean, yeah, he's like, he's Lego play. It was awful. It, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's, he's excited. Keep ah, your face I flat. I hate it. I absolutely anyway, hate it. Hey, let's look a young team. Disgusting. It's a young team. Disgusting. They're not gonna win many games. Disgusting. What do you mean? It's, okay, I don't it's know. Gross. I don't know what you're gross. talking about. It's gross. It's what gross. do you mean it's gross? Not every coach like, is going to be Belichick and stand there like a freaking like, idiot and not move it. their freaking mouth. Ah, you're a New England guy. I, hey, no, no, no. Hey, they hey. were like good and they were like, oh, like we're, we're that's this the point. Like, they're young team. Like, oh my god, dude! It's his, like, it's, his first, it's his first year coaching the team. I just don't want to face. It's his first year coaching. That's a personal thing. It's his first year coaching. Jacob, Jacob, let's not entertain this. I just want to say it's his first year coaching. Any team. That it's is the true. second win in his head coaching career. You don't want him to be fired up that play. Like, I'd be surprised if he has more than ten before he's fired. Okay. All right. All right. Let's let's not. Pre- all right. I don't know. Okay. I love the Jets though. <laughs> I don't. Right. I don't understand. We're moving on from this. Pat's Chargers. Belichick's defense did it again. Let's talk about a real team, baby. Ooh. We'll talk about a more. Ooh. We'll talk about a more real team after this. What? The char the Chargers. Justin Herbert turned the ball what? over twice with two interceptions. And, this is and, with, and it was like 17-16, too. I did the pick six by Phillips. I know, I know. Hello. And this is without Gilmore. Gilmore's, Gilmore's left, and they've still been doing this. Better. Mac Jones and the Pats are three and one when Mac Jones doesn't turn the ball over. This just shows that he is Brady esque because it was the same way with Brady that if he didn't turn the ball over, they were going to win games if Mac they are three and one when he doesn't and they are one and three when he does that just shows if Mac can keep the ball in his team's hands the defense will get it done the run game will get it done even Mac in some situations can get it done as well it, super, like super happy with Damian Harris he's been playing well that's what's in the run happy. game it's been a big the run game and the defense have been the biggest bright spots of the team oh, and Mac is like right up there with it he's not one of the like he's right there in terms of the fact that I think he's been the best rookie quarterback out of yeah, all the guys so based far based off consistency but and based again, on the then, situation he's in obviously we're comparing yeah, Lo- he's we're comparing he's Lawrence he's lucky compared we're to all comparing the other guys. Lawrence and Zach in Jacksonville and New York to being with the best coach of all time with like it's yeah. not really comparable but Mac no. Jones played a great game the Patriots Defense looks great. Run game looks good. I really think right now, if I pull up the standings here, the Pats are right on the playoff cusp right now because they're they're looking at they're at a four and four record, same as the same as Cleveland. They're a half a game back of Pittsburgh. They have a two and one division record. 
better than both Pittsburgh and Cleveland, so they're actually ahead of them in terms of like you know the way the standings shake out. Mm-hmm. So as of right now, they I believe they have a playoff spot. Like they they're they're because right now I believe the Bills, Ravens, Titans, and Raiders are leading the divisions. Then you got the Chargers as a wild card, the Bengals. And then you have the New England, I believe, actually, maybe it's Pittsburgh, but New England's right there. New yeah. England is right on the cusp. So I, bottom I, I line think, is, I think New England's a better team than Pittsburgh. I, I think New England, I think they're going to, they're definitely going to be continue to be fighting for a playoff spot. I am picking them to make the playoffs as like a six or seven seed. I think they can do it. I would agree. Based on based on how they've looked and how good they are. Jacob, do you what agree What do you think, that? Jacob? I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. So who would you, all right, so who no. are you, all right, so, all right, <laughs> no. so you're saying the Chargers will make it over them for one. Yeah. Do you believe that Pittsburgh and, that Pittsburgh or Cleveland could get over, could get in over them? Because it would take one of those two. Along with Cincinnati. I think you're, I think you're telling me which team, Pittsburgh. The, no, the three if teams. Yeah, if we're looking at, maybe Cleveland. If we're looking at Cincinnati, Cleveland. The three teams that are Pittsburgh. And the Pats for two spots and the Chargers, out of those and the, and the Chargers. The three teams that are in the wild card spots right now are the Chargers, are Bengals, Chargers, and Steelers. Those three. And the Pats and Browns are right on the outside. Yeah, so three out of five get the in. Ben, yeah, yeah. Like, and I think Pats will be one of the two left out of that okay. five. So you think so? Okay. And the Chiefs, I mean, Chiefs are four I think Chargers, four well. absolutely. Chiefs are they four just four. beat the Chargers. Sorry. Chiefs are four. So you don't think the Chargers will end up with a better record than no, them? No, the Chargers will, but they just beat, like, who, like, okay. Well, I'm just, it's okay. about who's going to okay. make the playoffs. Chiefs, true, true. Chiefs are four and four as well, so you got to throw them in there in the mix. I, You know how I feel about that, but I mean, that's, but there you go. Shot. That's another one. So Pats, so like, all right, so you think Pats aren't going to get in? I think Pats, I, th- I would pick, I think Pats can get in. I think the Pats can get in over Pittsburgh. The, they can get in over Pittsburgh. I don't know if they can get in over Cleveland. Maybe even in my opinion, they can get. I, I think they can get nine wins. Kansas City will get eight. So I mean, I think they can get in over Kansas City, but that's just me. I don't. I don't like Kansas City right now. So that's just. That's I just mean, me. they're lucky they get to play the Dolphins another time or two. That's I don't know true. How many and, more and, times. And, and, and they and they uh, they get the Bills like one more t- or maybe. Well, maybe, they don't I want think, the Bills. Yeah, why would you want those teams? No, I'm saying they. Ha- I'm making yeah, the point. Yeah, that yeah, the play the Bills point, twice. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that's that's I'm gonna not, be tough I'm too. I'm not but, sure exactly. All right, so we'll see what happens with the Pats. All right, now to a real NFL team. Thursday night football. We're gonna go really quick because we already kind of talked about it. Packers Cardinals. They're without Adams, Lazard, Valdez Scantling. A lot of the, um, a lot of their linemen, their corners. Kyler general, Murray was hurt. hurt. Kyler was playing hurt. He was hurt. Okay, he was playing. He hurt. seemed to be a little hurt. He, he was, but hurt. he uh, he still played through it regardless. He know he wins. Who Kyler? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, listen, Kyler. Bottom line is Kyler played. Kyler played hurt. That's fine. Kyler was still there. D Hop. Bottom line is both teams were banged up, and the one that came out of it because D Hop got hurt in the middle of the game. Kyler was playing banged up. The Packers came out with it. JJ Watt also was not playing. He's out for the season. Very unfortunate. Had to get shoulder surgery. That sucks for them. Um, The main point, the, the the real the thing I wanted to draw attention to. What a game coached by Matt LaFleur and the offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. The two of those guys really, really stepped up, and they made a game plan they knew could work on the offensive end. Mm -hmm. They executed it. The run game worked. Rodgers threw it when he had to, made some good throws into the end zone to Cobb twice. There could have been three. There the could P, have been there three. Was the PI, yeah. then there was the one hand catch Mercedes in the back. Lewis and that the, barely missed. Yeah. The back like, so low-key could have been Rod, Rogers, more Rogers played was. well for not having those three guys, first Very off. Well. Let's give him credit. But I give I give the majority of the credit to Matt LaFleur and Nathaniel Hackett for guys that they were being questioned going into the game saying, oh, how can they adjust? Yeah. How can they adapt? They adapted, and we'll see how they adapt this weekend against Kansas City. It's interesting because it seems like this Packers team is more like the 2019 team than last year's team. They remind me a lot the way he of up. the 29th. Not even like a late Just the way up, they play, even, yeah. honestly, with the run game and Rodgers being slightly more, not completely, but more of a game manager role, whereas last year he was the MVP. So it's really interesting, actually, to make that 
analysis, but I, re- I really they. Rogers I'm not so, saying it's a bad Rogers, thing. Rogers, Rogers is still played in the NFC Championship no, game I'm, that I'm, year, I'm, so it's I'm, not a bad I'm, thing. I know he's so right, and I'm wondering, like, I, wonder I, I don't that, know why exactly. I wonder if that was like a conscious thing for him. They're winning more games. Like, maybe, so. maybe, maybe last year he was a little bit more just pissed off energy, and now he's yeah. more like you know. We just want to win. Let me see if I can manifest this. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, Rogers is still having a great year. No, that's not what I'm saying. He's always on, but he's not going to have 52 touchdowns. He's not even a candidate. Yeah, but. Think about it, yeah, because you have Dak, Kyler, Tom. But like, even have, so, no, but he that, like, But even so, he's Aaron, not as Derrick Henry before he went yeah, out. Right? Roger, but even Roger so, Roger's he's not playing like he did last year. Still blowing yeah, well, he, up any listen, of their to have back to back seasons like that is tough to do. I'm not even commenting on him. I'm he's, just talking about the, the, the team. Because yeah, you said yeah, this yeah. thing about the offensive coordinator and just the way the team looks, it's really it's yeah, it's kind of not even strange. It's just good to see their balance. Their balance, yeah, it's good to see. But it was good to see the Rogers going nuts last year too. It just okay. Let's see if this works better. It seems like it has. Both ways. A lot of games. Yeah. Both, both ways work. They're the hottest team in the league. They've won seven in a row. And I think like, Dylan's, uh, Dylan's got better. In AJ is great. Yeah, I, yeah, I like yeah. He's great in between the tackles. So it's yeah, they know how to use him too. And the Packers defense stepped up, obviously forcing three total turnovers. We'll see how that goes. volatile, but I'd like to see them going forward. I'm talking about this game specifically. They, yeah, they, this game yes. showed up. And we'll see if it can show up this weekend because they're going to need it to show up with Jordan Love starting. But anyway, we're going to move on from that one. Steelers Browns. Actually, you know what? No, I want to go Cowboys Vikings here. I want to go Cooper Rush. Because Cooper Rush had a decent day. I'm going to pull up his stats. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you have those. I'm going to I'm going to pull up Cooper Rush's stats real quick here. We're going to go Cowboys Vikings overall reaction. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you guys. Sure, do you know is Kirk Cousins the problem or is Mike Zimmer the problem in Minnesota? Maybe Ooh. both. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'd, I'd boot them both. If do I was a Vikings both? fan, I'd hate both. Because of them. they're they're a better team than their record indicates. They have they have they have three great skill position players: Thielen, Jefferson, and Cook. That's a good three. Like, that's uh, good. Terror, yeah. I that's have said. Good. I have said. Three headed monster. Terrible coaching, though. Terrible. I have said for years, for five years, ever since I've done anything on the radio broadcasting, Kirk is not that good. He's not. He's not that good. I'll throw out the stats to back it up here. Cooper no Rush, stats can change my no, no. mind. Um, no, to I'm, back, but I'm I, said, just I, said, I said to back you up. Cooper Rush in that game, 24 for 40, 325, two touchdowns and a pick in his first ever start. Kirk Cousins, 23 for 35, 184 yards and a touchdown. He played, they at played, home. They at played home. very poorly for how good their team is. That's my point. Their defense paper. isn't even terrible either. In front seven at least. Like they have Barr, Kendricks. More, definitely more to do with Kirk than it is with Zimmer. Kirk's just streaky. I don't think he's bad. I think he's just hot and cold. I just think he's not at the level that that team needs because I think that with the skilled players that you mentioned, he, they, spe- should, they, they spe- should be so much better. They should be a lot better, and I, I just don't think he can get those guys the ball the way that they need to be getting the ball. I just, I, I just don't. I just, well, I just don't. To make a con- like a comparison, like. The Browns, they don't throw the ball very often. They have two very good running backs, and they don't have a Three really, now with Jonas Johnson. Not really okay. a great quarterback, but they run the ball so efficiently, and the Vikings just seem like they're trying to throw the ball, but it's yeah. just not working out. Because I, think I think that they think that Kirk is like a little better than he is. Not yeah. better, but I just think they trust him a little too much. Because me, personally, I'm surprised they don't lean on Dalvin Moore. Dalvin had 18, right. he had 18 exactly. for 78. My thing, I want to give credit to Dallas here. I, again, someone who was totally wrong about them going into the year, they look Yeah, they great. are really good. It was... Micah Parsons, I know you you said this, and Jacob was even saying they were gonna yeah. be decent. He was like iffy, but he was still he was still more optimistic than I was. Yeah. Micah Parsons looking great. Trayvon Diggs, first game without interception this year, still has seven through eight weeks. Like it's ridiculous. He's Nuts. still great. They have honestly, I think Trayvon Diggs, they have a defensive player of the year candidate on their team in Trayvon Diggs. Absolutely. I would say a candidate. Absolutely. They have, 
Air yards. We talk about this I, all okay, the time. I, I know, but that all doesn't. The time. Yeah, but that's not going to be something that the voters look at when they're going for deep. Well, play. Was it like, voted by the fans? I don't believe it's voted by the fans, but I don't know if that's oh, going to. NFL guys know. Come I on now. I've Come said, on I now. said Canada. I didn't say he's going to win. Yeah, I think I think Miles Garrett's going to win. He has is nine he and a half sacks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, a rookie doing this, and yeah. Miles Garrett, I think, might win because he has nine and a half sacks leading the league. He's been insane. Miles Garrett has been going off. But anyway, Trayvon candidate, we'll say great, defensive great, player of the year, defensive rookie of the year, defensive player of the year. Candidate, well, I have I to win rookie. Yeah, 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 yeah no, to, no, yeah, I agree with that. But anyway, player of the year. Anyway, Bottom line is, great defender. Michael yeah. Parsons, great, great rookie, great player. The offense, they had two guys yesterday with over 110 receiving yards. CD had 112, Amari Cooper had 122. Wait to get the ball. With Cooper Rush, too. Yeah, and Cedric Wilson had 84 yards and a touchdown. Big tutty, they, too. They Big look, tutty. And they didn't, even, they didn't even rely on the run game with uh, yeah. Pollard and Z. They had like a combined of like 70 rushing yards. With Cooper Rush in, they looked so good. And that addressed, their, th- this game addressed like how this week could address the Packers thing about not having Rodgers. The same thing happened in on Sunday night. It addressed, yep. it addressed the question of what can Dallas do if Dak is injured or has to be out for a portion of the year. We saw it. They can throw, they can throw, the, damn, fine. They can throw the damn football. Because they have confidence in their defense. They do. For the first time in you how long? Like, like a long time. But I, a, a, rookie, long, a, yeah, exactly. a rookie quarterback, like if I was going in for yep. a different team, it's like, oh, okay, I really am going to have to play here. But with, I mean, I, I'm not like he's super confident, like, oh, I don't have to do anything. This Dallas yeah. defense is going to take care of me. But, you know, the defense is a lot better than it has been before, and it would definitely give me confidence as a rookie to know that I have Trayvon Diggs on, and Michael Parsons on the definitely. other side of the ball. Last football topic before we go to hockey. I'm going to throw it to you guys after this. Woo. Chiefs, Giants. Chiefs barely got swept out of a win there with the Giants. I, I was very, uh, not upset. I was just like, I mean, I was very annoyed that um, whatever his name is, Ximius went off sides when Mahomes threw his second pick, which was a very bad pass that he threw. Just, just totally got read by the defender. Um, he got bailed out by Ximius on the off on the offsides penalty, and then you know the Chiefs ended up winning that game. Something I want to throw out there last night: guess how many penalties the Chiefs had last night? Total six, twelve. They had wow. twelve Time total soon. penalties. Penalties. They lead. They still lead the league in turnovers. Kelsey had a fumble last night. Mahomes had a pick. Mahomes fumbled it as well. Kelsey F- was l- dropping the ball a lot. Yeah, Mah- Mahomes. Fumbled it. Luckily, got that got fallen on by one of his old linemen, and he threw a second pick that got called back. So Mahomes really almost like literally had three different situations: one where it was a pick, and two other times where he really could have turned the ball over. So and you know he he like he looked okay, didn't look great again. Like he, he the thing I liked about him was that he was taking the check down a little bit more. He wasn't trying to go for the deep play Mahomes? every single time. A little bit. Oh, so you're saying? <laughs> Did you hear that? What? I said the I said the one thing a little bit good thing I, last night the one thing I liked about him is that he dumped he dumped the ball off a little bit for little me bit at least good. last night um, <laughs> now he he stands alone leading the league in picks with ten should have had eleven he never stands alone he's always running around the pocket trying to find somewhere no, to throw not, the ball he's, okay he is standing in a crowd of people the O line is bad I like, will say like, the O line like, is bad like nine out of ten times I see him throw the ball he is standing in a sea of people or he's on one foot or he's at the sideline yeah. or he's throwing from like. Underneath his, like he's, I, I, I don't know. Get the guy some help. Pro- problem is the, the main thing is again the defense is bad. We know this already. The penalties and the turnovers is what's killing them. But Jacob, anything you want to throw out here? I know you're. At, I still, I squeak by. I mean, look, I'm still adamant they'll miss the playoffs. But yeah, whatever. their offense as a whole just baffles me. Sorry to cut you off, but no, know. absolutely. I mean, a huge disappointment still. Um, you know, like we said, nine games to play. I think they'll be around 500, right on the brink of that seven seed. I think they'll get to seven. I think it'll be close. Um, because I think when they have to win games at home towards the end of the year, games like we talked about, like the Bengals and the Chargers, yeah. I think 
It could be Chargers tough. will be tough. Bengals could be even tough. Bengals will be tough. Bengals are all will be tough. But I think really they be, I, I think the they win a game like the, I, I think yeah. they win a game like the Bengals at Arrowhead Stadium at, right. with two weeks to play in the season. We'll see. We're I gonna, think they'll win games like that, and that'll we, be enough we, to get we, the we nine wins. We spent a lot of time talking about yeah. them over the last I few shows. So yeah, anymore, we're gonna we're, we're gonna they squeak by. Yeah, they didn't play well. They squeaked by a bad a bad Giants defense and just a bad Giants team overall. Danny Dimes did play pretty well though. All right. I'm going to throw it to you for hockey. I will introduce the topics to you guys just yeah. so you know I, I can like kind of give you guys what we're going to be talking about. So Jacob and Peyton are going to be doing a little bit of NHL predictions, which is how Jacob and I did before the season for the NBA. So to start off, for each NHL division, who is going to be the division winners for each division this year? So you want to read off the divisions for us? One I, got, I know. I got them. Yeah, well, Peyton, I mean, I know, no. but I'm just saying. I, I <laughs> All can, right. So you have the Atlantic division, which is the Panthers, yep. the Maple Leafs, the Lightning. No, you don't have to tell me. I'm just saying. I just thought Tino was uh, moderating us. No, I, no, oh. I introduced the topic to you guys. You but guys go from you here. Can. I, I can give you, you my... Yeah, I no, gave I you the Yeah, so we got Panthers, Leafs, Lightning, Sabres, Red Wings, Bruins, Senators, Canadians, for anybody that doesn't know the Atlantic division. I have the Florida Panthers winning the division, the best team in the league, in my opinion. Absolutely. Undefeated, 9-0. Absolutely. Monsters just lineup depth, defensive depth, goalie depth with um, Bobrovsky and Knight. Just an overall stack team, and I think honestly they're better than the Lightning this year, even though the Lightning are still loaded. Jacob, your opinion? Oh uh, yeah, I, I think they'll win too. I think that's definitely the clear pick right now. Being you know, I think that in hockey more than other sports, a start like a nine zero start is more valuable perhaps than any of the other sports because in hockey I've always felt like it's the hardest to just get on a streak like that <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. anyone can really get take a game any yeah. night you could take a lead and, and usually, usually teams that do claw back from a bad start are very 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 good teams in the playoffs yeah. because they get that toughness because think, they have that resiliency and they're able to yeah. bounce back which is you're right very difficult in I think they're completely legit I wanted to correct you real quick though the pan- I mean oh did oh, they finally lose no they're 8-0-1 oh, so they have an overtime loss so I mean like okay, I don't know so they I, haven't I, lost I, I, a game yeah they, they haven't really them. lost a game so I will because I know overtime losses are I'm, I'm just, just saying they haven't lost. Sorry, it's cool. Hurricanes are totally undefeated. They're eight zero and zero. We're talking yes. about them next in the Metro. Metro winner. Who do you got? I have, you well, think they'll hang on? Teams now. Well, teams hang on, for the Metro you know Division. I mean. Here's the teams: Rangers, Hurricanes, Capitals, Flyers, Blue Jackets, Devils, Islanders, Penguins. I have the Hurricanes winning the division. Jacob, I'm assuming you'll have the Rangers, but I'm not sure. I mean, they're oh, close right no. now. I, I don't. You the Canes? I'm a, I'm a realistic fan. Yeah. I don't have the Canes either, though. Whoa, who are we talking now then? I I've been actually quite impressed um, by Pittsburgh. I've been pretty impressed by their play with the absence, despite a few losses. Sure the absence bottom of, of the division best right now. They, yeah. they are last in the division right now. Um, I don't think they'll win, but I think they'll be in the hunt. I had them as a dark horse. They're not my pick. I was just mentioning them. Oh, okay. okay. Um, What's I, your pick, then? I, I'm confused. I think, I think it'll be really close. I think the top three, and I'll give my winner, I think I think the Canes will slot in at two. I think the Penguins maybe just behind, and I, I think the Capitals could 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 win it's the division. Pick. It's a good pick. I, I really think they could. So you think Rangers right are, now, yeah. You think Rangers are four to five? I think the Rangers. I, I I already said this last week, and I and despite their hot start, I haven't changed. I think they're going to be right on the brink of a playoff spot. I think they're either just going to get in or they're just going to not make. Capitals it. are a good show. Capitals are a very good. I team. think the Rangers either just get in or just miss. I think it'll be within a few points and. We'll see. It'll be really close. All I right. think. Right. I'd like to. I, I mean, I would have loved to have picked them in the top three, but yeah. I don't think so. Central. We got Avalanche. Yeah. Blues. Jets. Wilds. Pr- Wild. Preds. Stars. Blackhawks. Coyotes. I have the Avalanche winning the Central. I would have to agree. Even I, though I th- their record hasn't been great up to this point, I, I think. I think. 
you know, the, with the emergence of the Canes and the Panthers, there's, there's a case to be made, but I still think the Avs are the most complete team in the NHL, perhaps. I don't know. I don't um, know. I mean, they have great coaching, just a great scenario overall, and they still haven't really won in the last few years, despite being really good. So love I think this, maybe this is their time. Love to see Darcy Kemper get warm. Thought he was yeah. a great pickup. He played well in Arizona last year. He's yeah. played subpar so far. Kale McCarr has been a little bit under the weather. They don't have Devin Tays, which is a huge addition to their lineup in the, in the back end. Quinnipiac. Yeah, love me some Devin Tays. One of the best fences in the league, super underrated. Um, you still have Sam Girard. You still have McKinnon, McCar- uh, McKinnon McCarr, Ranton, and all the boys. But, but look at those guys you're saying. I mean, well, yeah, under yeah, sure, no, but, Okay, you know. like, if I had to look on paper, obviously, they're, they're absolutely loaded between Landeskog, McCarr, yeah. McKinnon, Ranton. Like, I was going to ab- say, there's guys you haven't even mentioned yet that are all-star players. Absolutely. Pure offensive firepower. But just, I would expect them to put it together, but up to this point, have them look great. But, you well, know, you pick we, them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, 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 when you look at the players, you'd have to assume. But yeah. All right, to move to the Pacific, we have the Oilers, the Flames, the Sharks, the Ducks, Canucks, Golden Nuts, Golden Nuts, Golden Knights, Kings, <laughs> and Kraken. I picked the Oilers, and that's for obvious reasons. Besides, even though they have Koskinen still in net, and their goaltending is weak as all hell. Yeah, I think I think the Oilers and the Knights will fight in that division. Um I had, I had the night second. Can I, can I ask a question though? Yeah, just sure. Like, as like a person that's like not like a huge hockey guy, I've been like looking at them and they were undefeated for a minute. They have do do have three losses. Are the San Jose Sharks like for real or not really? No, I would say no. Like, do, like, do you? They've do you been have, playing well. Like, I mean, the Golden Knights who are off to a slow, like kind of a slow start. Well, Mark, 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 Mark Stone and Patch Ready, their top. I'm, no, I'm asking. Golden Knights are four and five yeah, right yeah, now. So Patrick, they have injuries. Okay. Patrick right and Mark Stone, which are their top two players, have been out for a while. And that's, okay, that's like, right, so that's like okay. majority of their first line scoring. Game I know Edmonton is really good with Connor McDavid, obviously, but that's well. Connor Edmonton's. McDavid, Drysaitel, Nurse. They're, 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 Edmonton stacked in a lot of ways. Goalie is weak. Koskinen. Well, that, that's I, what I was going to say. I still don't like Koskinen, and that's why I have. That's the, why I think the like, Knights could could win it. I think the Rangers could be top three in the what the Metro. Yeah, yeah in the Metro because. Of Shesterkin. That's yeah, my opinion. No, he's been, he's been because good. I, I, thought, just, yeah. I agree with your, your Capitals take. Obviously, in terms of offensive firepower, I would put the Capitals right up there with teams like the Lightning and the Avalanche in terms of just name to face. Yeah. <laughs> but Shesterkin is just on a whole but different level. But they're experienced, level. too. Yeah. Wh- yeah which is point, really, yeah. really, really worthy, worthy of talking about down the stretch of an NHL season is, uh, you know, they, they won't have the up and downs that a team like the Rangers Ovechkin has will, will most likely have. Yeah, I would, I, you, you have Golden Knights winning the Pacific, right? I think it'll be close. Okay, I so think they'll edge it out over okay. the Oilers. They have I think the Oilers starts, will be you know, top but Robin, Robin Leonard is a great... I, I don't like Robin Leonard. I mean, the Knights, are, the Knights are the Knights. I mean, they're going to be... You still have Petro they, and Theodore on the back end. Yeah. I mean, the, until they lose multiple players, they're going to stay good. They I, just have such I, good I've, players. I will say, I've been starting to watch hockey more. I'm trying to get more involved, so hopefully by you know yeah. ne- next year, whenever I can jump in on these you conversations will. with you. I, I've seen the way Shesterkin's been playing. He has looked really, oh, well, he's unbelievable. really, he's great. really good. I mean, obviously, they've, been, they've gotten off to a hot start again, like you guys said, and they might not maintain this because of how young they are, but Shesterkin looks really good, especially following... Um, why, why am I blanking on the goalie's name? Holy... Lundqvist. Lundqvist, thank you. Yeah, oh when my was God. he drafted? Do you know yeah. Hank? When Hank, because I feel like it was when late. he was drafted. I think it was six. Like I'm talking like round wise. Oh yeah, not. Or, it was I, like late. sixth, seventh round. Yeah, of the draft. we're replacing Lundqvist. And, and Sturkin like was a fifth, sixth round pick. Yeah, so a lot to be said about the uh, the Rangers goalie development. Honestly, to see yeah. like how good those guys yeah. like they come like New, for some reason New York. Like whenever I see whether it was Hank when I was a kid, I was always afraid, dude. Like oh yeah, well he was unbelievable. But look, I mean with the Rangers now, just one quick thing. It's not just their their young uh, their youngness. I just their defense is just not. Satisfactory, in my opinion. I mean, you talk about Adam Fox all I, the time. Well, I think Adam Fox is a top three defenseman in the NHL, but I think Jacob Truba is on the worst contract in the entire yeah, NHL, and yeah. I think he sucks. Terrible contract. I think he sucks. I think the guy Nemeth blows. I think everyone 
I should drop. You should have dropped Truba to be honest. I, you can't drop him after what they paid him. I yeah. mean, <laughs> yeah. So that's what worries me. It's not a bad unit, but I don't think it's good enough. And it, you just need that 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 solid unit to last through a whole season. They'll stay streaky. It'll be enough. They'll be above five hundred, but. I think it'll be right on the I think brink. Keandre Miller gives you a small bit of a shot. They have they have decent players in the unit, but they just don't have like you that, can't. Yeah. You just don't feel great about them. Like you don't feel confident. Understood. Igor's facing a lot of shots right now, which is why he's getting the attention he is, which is fine because he can handle it, but he can't handle it for a whole year. Talking goalies, you want to move Vezda? I have Shostakin as my. I have too. I I think it, I, just for the, and, and for one of the reason you said he's going to face so many shots. Yeah. I think he's going to have the most. Like chances to make yeah. himself look good at any guy, in the and they'll league. probably have to be in a playoff spot for him to be considered with a few other goaltenders in the NHL. And I think they'll have a playoff but spot. The, but but the thing that benefits him is a lot of the other great goalies uh, are in rotations. And if the Rangers are smart, he won't be in one with Georgie That's- anymore. Which can separate him. I, he's my pick too. Yeah, I, I, I and I, we talk about this all the time. Like, please get him warm. Please start him. Like. I mean, he's, he's been so good this yeah. year. He's been so, so good. We're going to move on to the Rookie of the Year Award. I believe it's called the, Cal- the Calder. Calder, yeah, the yes. Calder. I have Maureen Sider, the defenseman I, out of uh, Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, he's like one of like three rookies that I really even know about, so I picked him too. Did you pick Maurice too? Yeah, uh, I mean, we, like, this is talk about hard in the NHL got, with rookies, man. They don't get as much attention as well, the other Z- sports. Zegers and Caulfield are probably your two right. tops out of the USA yeah. development program. They were nuts, and they played really yeah. well. Well, Caulfield played really well in the playoffs last year. Caulfield actually just got moved to the AHL, though, so I'm not, he had a yep. slow start to the year, but whatever. Zegers, Caulfield, I'm trying to think. Byram, the kid from, the kid from um, L.A., he's been hurt, though. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really not a great Spencer Knight. Spencer Knight. Watch. Honestly, if I my two guys would be Cider. I don't know if Lucas Raymond is a goalie or a, uh, a rookie, technically, the kid that's playing on the first line in Detroit with Bertuzzi and Larkin, but I would watch the goalie from Florida, Spencer Knight. I think he's going to have a great chance to take more of the starts as the year goes on and into the playoffs. Honestly, I think you'll see a shift from Bobrovsky to Knight. Um, you think he'll I, take his job? Absolutely. No shot at it. I think Spencer Knight is the next Jonathan Quick, honestly. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's been playing well. No, I he mean, looks good. I don't think they gave him as much of a chance as he should have gotten. I think Bobrovsky will slowly start to play worse and worse as the year yeah. goes on. And if he loses them a couple of games, I think the attention will shift tonight, and then we'll start to see how he can really play. But I think he's one of the dark horses for the rookie of the year as well. Norris Award, which is the defensive de- defenseman of the year. So who do you guys have for hold that? Hold on, hold on. Let me check. I had Aaron Ekblad. And I wanted a hot take. I had a pretty hot take myself. Could you guess? Someone that's already probably won the award. I'm not positive, but Roman Yossi. No, I, I'm not sure. It'll be really, really tough. He's a little older, but I think Jeff Petrie could win this award. <laughs> <laughs> what are they getting? I, nuts? I, I, I guess. Pay, I guess Peyton's kind of laughing at that one a little bit. Jeff Petrie. I just threw a name. Oh, uh, no, it'll probably be Hedman. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. All right. Are the Canadians like Petrie, one in five? Hey, like, look. Hey, hey. Don't disrespect my boy Jeff Petrie, bro. Jeff Petrie's hey, a hey, bum. Hey. No, he's not. He's a bum. He's, he he has been. He's a good two-way defenseman. I'm sure he's won the Norris before. I don't think he has. Or at least been in the top of the voting. He's been a great defenseman throughout his career. He was he was a, he was this he's a huge he's piece a for them when they, when they were well, Montreal competing. or Edmonton. Both, he got shipped out of Edmonton for a bag of well, chips. Well, when he when he was on Edmonton, he wasn't yeah, in the, the scenario that he no, was. But well, it just wasn't good. 
But I mean, okay, all right. No, nah, he's not. I mean, he's no, not. he had a lot of points last year. The Canadians played well. I mean, well, last, well, last year, I mean, he was really good. Yeah, last he was good. Year. Yeah, but Canadians were in the Stanley Cup. No, yeah, last but, year, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that was a the, the, like Atlanta Braves fairy tale. Yeah, that Montreal was that. Canadians yeah, fairy tale. Oh, trust level. me, I know. When different I was, level. But I Je- know, Je- I Jeff know. Petrie, is, I watched the playoffs. I would not say Jeff Petrie is even in a shadow of a Norris debate. But hey, don't mind it. I'd say he's a top ten defenseman in the league. Listen, we I would agree. I would agree. So anyone in the top ten, I mean, has a shot. Top ten. Like McAvoy or Petrie, I'd take McAvoy without a shadow sure. of a doubt. And McAvoy's not that great. By two to As three, a Boston fan saying that. But he's not. also top 10. Yeah, which is... But you got like Darnell Nurse, Seth Jones, yeah. Yossi. Yeah. Fox. Fox, Hedman, McCarr. Yeah. That's, that's, that's got to be basically the top 10. It's a good, be fair. It's fair. Listen, we, we if that's if listen, I don't Look, know. Who watch that Jeff Petrie win it. Well, Aaron Ekblad. No, Ekblad. Watch, watch Petrie win it. Right, listen, right. I mean, <laughs> the way the way both of you guys are talking, these kind of are like a little bit more of like hot takes. His probably more than yours, but we appreciate hot but takes. But he, he just obviously. he just he has something. Look, Jeff Petrie's really good. Okay. He, he's laughing about he's it because that, no, he's not really really good. Like like Tino's right, not right now or career wise. He is a good defenseman. I will that is accomplished in his career and. I don't know why you're laughing. Because he got shipped out of Edmonton. The, the end of his I time in Edmonton, that he was been garbage. Top, I guarantee you. He had a great resurgence last year. He had a great I year, but he has not been that, that good. he has been top three before in the Norris voting. Whether it was last year. He was. I think he was last year. one of the last few years. All right, regardless. All right, we'll move on. Hot take right, for right, sure, right. but I, we'll I think go. it's possible. Two right. assists in 11 games this year, and they came in the last two games. So we had zero <laughs> zero points in nine games. Start here. That's horrible. Yeah. All, right, all right, we'll go. We'll you go. never know. We'll, <laughs> you can get it together. <laughs> we'll go. We'll, it's all, I didn't even look at his stats. It's only, it's Medium all, take. We're, all, we're only like 10, 11 games in the season. We'll see how it progresses. Okay. But anyway, MVP, who do you guys have? Connor McDavid. Not even a question. I think that he's like, he was my pick, and I feel bad that we had the same pick, but... It's reasonable. The reason why I think, like, McDavid this year, for a few reasons. First off, I think that, like you said, they're going to contend for the division. I think if they won't win it, they'll be second, which Even is with huge. Even which is nuts because he's garbage. Which is huge. Second off, he's been, like, one of the best. Like, I think he's really, like, we were talking about this last night, actually, in the room. I think he's, a, like, one of the best athletes, period, in sports. That won't change, and he'll just get more experienced it, as if he even needs it. He was named captain at the age of 18, so he doesn't need more experience. But with it and the fact that he's an absolute athletic freak averaging over a point a game, I think it'll be him. Correct me if I'm wrong. Connor McDavid, is pre- he, he's on the younger side, no? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, he's, he's 23. He's, 23. he's still under 25. Hasn't hey. he, didn't, he, didn't he set like a record his rookie year or like, like second year? He had like a crazy amount of goals or points. Probably points. I remember it was, I think, points. He assists actually slightly more, which is crazy because he's still one of the best goal scorers. But yeah, that's... That, one it's of my, like Gretzky. One of, Gretzky shout had out, more assists. Shout out one of my buddies back at home, Christian. He was on the uh, the Call Our Truth yep, YouTube yep. show that we did, la- um, you know, over the summer. He had told me a few years ago he was like he rookie year. He was like, wa- like you know, obviously he was good as rookie year, but he was like, watch. Dude. He was like, watch out, McDavid's gonna be something in the next few years. And knew, it's, it's, it's coming to fruition. People I knew knew McDavid was gonna yeah. be good when he was fourteen, but uh, like the skill gap between him and all the other players on the ice in sports, it, there's very few people. I mean, I think of like Aaron Donald, maybe Calvin Johnson, Randy it, Moss when yeah. the Patriots had that. Like athletically, like just like yeah. just, just like looking yeah. like he's playing in a like a, a team full of kids. He's a, he's he's a, he's a, a man adult. amongst boys. Yeah, it's just yeah. nuts. And uh, like, I, it, like, like you say with LeBron in the NBA, like he should win rookie. I mean, he should win MVP every year. That's like that's all. McDavid's like that, but it's like and just the impact in general. On a whole, LeBron, it, it, like yeah. the respect that his peers have for him and. 
all the ways that his game has developed and became better. And the multiple ways he can impact it too, like you're saying with assists and goal. Yeah, like he, he always like his speed has always been his main factor. But through the years, like you've seen his hands and his shot just developing have developed yeah. to a point where it's it's almost just unfathomable how Unfair good the kid is. And how, yeah, like yeah and, and like at this, I, I think if you talk to anybody that's watched hockey, even guys that watched Gretzky play in the '70s and the '80s and watched Gordy Howe watched. Mark Messier or Lemieux or whoever it may be, I think this guy is the best hockey player of all time right now. And I think if he stopped playing right now, it would still be like that, in my opinion. But again, I wasn't alive to watch, or I, yeah, I wasn't alive yeah, to watch I mean, Gretzky play live. But you know, he's nuts. Yeah. All right, so we'll go. We'll go last. Last thing here. So first off, give your you know Stanley Cup favorites for each conference, and then I want to hear some maybe dark horses, like one or two that you have in each conference. So we'll go, I guess, Eastern Conference first, if you want, Peyton. Eastern Conference. Mm. That's like, yeah, Panthers, Hurricanes, those teams. I would think the Hurricanes or the Panthers. I mean, either one. You could throw a so coin the two up. division winners that you had. Like, yeah, and it's, one it's, pr- it's, it's one of the two, and it's nobody else, in my opinion. But they, they just look that much better. Do you have Capitals from the division? Like, who, who do you think it's, gonna... it's very. It's really, really hard once you get down the stretch of the season to bet against the Lightning. No, they're off to a slow start, but they're sitting Cooch the same way they did last year. Okay. And yeah. if, he, if they shelf him and then he comes back they when things start to warm up. They just have such a formula yeah. right now. Yeah. And it's really hard to bet against it. And I really, I, I do so think do the Panthers go, could finish with a better record, but I think in the end the Lightning come out of the East for the third straight year. I don't know. I think Carolina has more offensive firepower. Than do you think, think it's going to be, do you, between the Canes and the Panthers, who would you go? Oh, you really think the Canes are ready for that next step? Like I want, I want to like because Jacob said Lightning. I want to hear def- definitive. Your let me just, let me just, let me just I say would say Florida because I think they're better defensively. All right, so that okay, too, okay, that too. Look, I, maybe the top six for the for the Canes is better than all three, but I just think I think I'm biased because right? I, I was just watching the the Canes play the Blackhawks and they had two power plays in a row and Shvechnikov, Teravainen, Aho. They just look like they were moving up. Like they, no, they, they probably they have were the moving. best top six. In no, the East. but no, because the, light, the, light, really the might. lightning might too. But they were well, moving. They but were a more moving. experienced one. Yes, but they were moving the puck on the power play very similarly to how the lightning moves the puck. Yep. And I was saying to myself, "Wow, this team so really could do." Basically, something. Basically, what I'm what I'm hearing from Jacob though, what he was saying, like the Hurricanes, like they're they're on the level talent wise of how they can score with the lightning in terms of their offense, but mm-hmm. in terms of just experience and taking that next jump, it's it's almost For like sure it's almost like how the Lakers right now have such experience with Melo. LeBron, Westbrook, like guys who are just have been there before, have been in situations where they've had to like win at any level. Yes. The Lightning in the what last two years they've been in the Stanley Cup, right? And they won one of them. And though they they back to back, no, yeah, back to back. So they have the experience, obviously, like you were saying. But so you're going Lightning for the East, you're going so. Panthers, maybe Hurricanes, right there with them. Yes. All right, Western Conference. You know the we have the Oilers, the Flames, even are up there with the Oilers right now. Like who are you guys going? Not going with the Flames, that's for sure. Avalanche are still I, good, I obviously. Too. Be, they I were think there's a better chance in in the West and the East. That we see a dark horse team like the Canadians of last year make a run. I think there's a few more teams in the West. Who would you be your dark horse? The Knights can do it. I think the Knights possibly. As a dark I mean, horse or like a favorite. I'm talking about like favorites right no, now. Dark horse, your, dark horse would be the Knights. Who's I your favorite I, right now I, in the I, West? I, I personally think that the time has finally come for the Avalanche to make the Stanley Cup again. I think that they were a favorite last year, no, weren't they? Yeah, well, like, but they didn't they make it. I, I, I know they didn't their, make it. I'm saying that they were a favorite. Their roster has been this stacked for a few years. I, I think that I think kind of like the Bills, their time is coming. Okay. Very. If I had to make that analogy, it's really not that mm-hmm. similar, but I think so. And I, I'm not saying that like, I, I, like I'm not sure about this, but if I had to guess, I would think the Lightning could play the Avalanche in the Cup. That would be my two favorites, just barely. But like I said, I in hockey, there's always a really yeah, good chance of upsets. It'd be a hell of a Stanley Cup. 
Probably the two best teams on paper in the league. So, you, so you both go Avalanche as your favorites, you think? I would. Uh, I think it's dependent on goaltending. I think if Koskinen continues to perform for the Oilers and the Oilers will win the division. If Which will be hard Kos- for him to do. Win the conference, I, I you mean? The Oilers will win the, con- the like, conference. The conference, yeah, sorry. Um, but if Koskinen starts to underperform, then I would say the Avalanche have a better chance. But at the same point, Kemper has, is going to have to step up his game and play better at goal. For the Avalanche, he, to have I, I any like shadow him a lot. Of a so I like him too. He's played weak, not played the best, not weak, but average. Yeah. Um, but I think the addition of Devin Tays coming off of the IR in about two or three weeks will be huge for them. So yeah. I, I would probably say the Abs. So wet, wet West Dark Horse, you guys both go Knights. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know if they could, would be considered a true dark horse because they have been really successful in the last few years. Like we're, like we're only, I, go, only, I like the we're Wild. Ten, the Wild aren't bad. We're only ten games. That, yeah, the Wild have actually looked good. I've been, I've been like keeping Capri's up with their stats. Capri's a great they player. Fiala's a great player. They have decent goaltending with Cam Talbot and the, yeah. the kid Lankinen. Um, yeah. So you go like night. You go like Wild more so it's like a dark horse. Knights will get like the, I think more so. You what you guys are saying with the Knights is that they're off to a slow start, and once they get the guys back that are hurt, they'll be up there like with the Avalanche yes. and the Oilers because that's what they should. That's yeah. when, Mark, they when Mark Stoner Pat, yeah, and Patrick are in, the, are in the lineup and Robin Leonard's playing well, which is either he's in a good yeah streak or a which bad he streak. Could. Yeah, when he but when he's good, he's good. When he's bad, he's bad. What, another, what, what, about, what? No, sorry, keep going. Okay, another dark horse in the um. East would be the say, yeah. would be the Preds for me. Just to tro- destroy. It I there. think the Penguins. Yeah, with I think if they get that Crosby third seed that I West, no? mentioned would be incredible. They've been them. playing well without Crosby again, so uh, that's, I would take them too. Are the Predators in the West or the East? Predators, uh, I believe Predators are West. No, uh, I think they're. Hold on, might be East. Anyway, I always no, get you, confused. You had said you you had said who? I think the, the Penguins in the East. Yeah, you're right. You mentioned the play that they've had without Crosby and Malkin. I you know I think with those guys coming back. Obviously, they can't get it. They can only get better from there. So, so I, who, I, who's your East dark horse? So not Preds, not Preds, no. But like, who would you would you say Penguins as well? Maybe Capitals? Are they dark horse? Or are they like dark a, horse? Be my the Red Wings. Red Wings. Yeah, oh. because I mean, what do you mean? I mean, how dark horse are we talking? I like, mean, that's not that they've been playing well. Yeah, but what are we talking like? I think I think when the Djokovic with Bertuzzi with Lucas Raymond with Larkin playing like the way top he three? is. So, I mean, in their division, that that's dark horse, dark horse. But yeah, I mean, I guess I could see it in a good division. Yeah, depend. I mean, it, de- it depends on how their defense plays and how well Djokovic plays. But I think Djokovic is one of the better young goalies in the well, league. No, I, I I think they're up and coming. Absolutely, and yeah, I think they're I mean, worthy. They, I, I think they're an entertaining but, team, but I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I think they have a chance to slip in. Dark I horse. Know. I don't know. Penguin, Wouldn't be mine. I think Penguin, not a bad one. Penguins definitely have a better shot. Okay, but to 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 be contrary, that was great hockey discussion. We love it. You guys, you know, obviously know more about Here me. We go, I'm, Jeff I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm catching up a little bit. Hopefully, I can jump <laughs> on these discussions more with you guys and know the players and just know <laughs> the intricacies of the game. But yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it. So back. To, all right. So basketball. This is where I will come in. Uh, I know Jacob wants to talk about the T Wolves. First, I want to talk about the Portland Trail. First, I want to talk about the Portland. No, I just want to know because they actually played the Clippers tonight. Right, they're playing. They're they are. What's the score? They are down by eleven with a minute. No, so they're good. They're good. No. D'Angelo Russell. Oh, D'Angelo Russell is out. D'Lo is out. Oh, D'Lo is out. That's probably good. He's out. Your star. Mm-hmm. Your big star. He's the top of the. Your all star point guard. Can I have a second before? Okay. I want to clarify what I had said. I said if the Timberwolves, oh boy. first off, clarification, yeah, clarification, but that's important. Giving it's context, completely to, change. What no, I'm not at important. all giving context to what I said. Whoa! First off, if the Minnesota Timberwolves are healthy, I said that. If the big three stays healthy and they 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 mesh well together, which D'Lo was hurt tonight. First off, first off. Why are you laughing? How is this changing what I'm saying? Just when you call them the big three, they are yeah. a big three. Edwards, Towns, and Russell are a big three. 
there's a chance none of them play in the All Star game. They don't. Every other the All Star is a popularity man. contest. Taco Fall got like a million. Dude, I don't. Dude, what? I, what are you talking about, Taco Fall? Do for? you remember? Because I'm making the point that people, in my opinion, people put way too much stock into this All Star game stuff. Because obviously the <laughs> obviously the game stuff. Obviously, the great players are going to get in. But guys like Boba Marjanovic, Taco Fall have, uh, over the last two years, because they're, the fans can vote, the hometown... They don't get in. Oh, my God. It's not about getting in. The fact that you're not hearing what I'm trying to explain to you. The but there's a chance that the three of them might not even deserve to get in. What do you mean because deserved? Because they might not... They're not... They're not really all-star players. Okay, is Towns a top five center? Top three, maybe, even. He's top three. Behind A, Jokic, and Embiid. Who else is better than Towns, do you think? Maybe Bam? Maybe? He, he, he's four. He's four at least. Okay. Okay. And he's the best out of three. The skill gap Town, is wide between those centers. Towns is, Towns is top four. Towns can defend. He's got a lot better defending. He can shoot the ball better, way better no, than he's Bam good. can. He's very, very good. Towns is very, very good. D'Angelo Russell, I could argue, is top 15 point guard in the NBA. When and, healthy, and he's top 15. how could he be part of a big three if he's, a, if he's the 15th That's best like point guard? Top 15 is like a big How not even like impressive. Okay, okay for, so, for our hold standards, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is not. I'm giving an example, but I just want to. I just want you to think about big threes of the past. We're talking Hall of Famers, talking Hall of Famers, even like famous duos. These guys aren't a big three, and then Ben Shucks. As a young, they're not even. I don't even think they're going to make the playoffs. Never mind, be better than the Mavericks. I think it's a hot take to call them a big three. Okay, okay, okay. I don't think it's. I don't even think it's a hot take. I think it's wrong. I think it's just wrong. All right. Look, is, I'm sorry, Tino. I don't no, want to attack I, you. I, sorry. I, no, you're not attacking. This is. I'm trying to. I'm attacking. trying to figure out a way that I can. I attacked you by the Chiefs. You come right back at me. I'm trying to <laughs> figure out a way to make like to try to make my point. Just try to get you guys to understand a little bit. Because regardless, you're not going to agree with me regardless. But the reason I think this because listen, they're also ve- they're also all under 25, 25 years old or younger. So we're talking about Hall of Fame is here. Is that true? Yes, D'Lo. Cat's still only tw- yeah, under yes. 25. Cat is 25. Edwards is is 20. And I believe D'Lo is 24 or 25. They are all 25 or younger. Is D'Lo, how could D'Lo still be 24? Yeah, he's been in for D'Lo's, seven years. He was drafted, imagine eight, being he was drafted at 18. It's like his seventh season. He didn't go to college? He went to college for one year. He was 18 when he was drafted at Ohio State. He went to college for one year at Ohio State. And he was drafted thir- uh, second overall. Has to be at least six, seven years. I'll look up their ages right now. I'll tell you. Towns is Towns was drafted. Let me, let, let me, let me look it up. Hold on. All right, yeah, no, we're, talking, we're talking about Hall of Fame. None of them hit, none of them hit, even hit their prime yet. They're not. Any of them are Towns, is, Ta- Towns is twenty five. Right, but, but that just attributes to my point of of why they shouldn't be held the way that you're. Towns is twenty five. Delo's twenty five, and Edwards is. If I look up Edwards, yeah, he's definitely twenty. Edwards is Ray, Edwards Paul, is twenty. KG or them, but I. Well, no, you got to think. Ed, KG. Listen, listen, hold on. Edwards is twenty. You got to so think. Bron, Jacob, 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 Jacob. They're all under yeah. twenty five years know, old. They are extremely young, like and close. they're they're extremely young, and I think they're extremely talented for how young they are. The point I'm trying to make here: the young three. Start. St- yeah, fine. We'll call them the young big three. Whatever. <laughs> Starting Not off, big. he wants to sneak big and yeah. bad. But they are they are the they, they are three and four right now, following this loss to the Clippers. A team that I believe they can be better than without Kawhi Leonard. The Clippers after this one will be three and four. They'll have the exact same record after the Clippers win this game. So far, when healthy, the Timberwolves have looked good. Jared Vanderbilt, a guy that you like trashed, has looked good off the bench. Nas Reed Who? has looked Jared Vanderbilt, the guy that you mentioned off the bench. Jared Vanderbilt? The guy that you mentioned, Vanderbilt off the bench. Nas Reed looked very good tonight, actually. He's been playing well in the app in, in I like him. He's from Jersey. Yeah. 
and, he, and he's from LSU. Nas Reed, N- Nas Reed has looked very, very good for them. I think um, just overall their bench, I think, is a little bit underrated. It's not great. It's not great. It is underrated for the things that their bench, some of the guys on the bench can do. Overall, I still hold my position. If we get twenty ga- again, if we get twenty games in the year and they're like they're like seven and thirteen, and you know we get even further and they're not winning games, fine. I will set up here right now. I am wrong. I was wrong. It was a terrible take. I so am what's still your, sticking by what's it right your now. final guess right now for what seed they'll finish in the in the, in I the, still, in the good I, 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 I am holding what I've holding my position of what I said the first time. Tell me if I've switched up because you think I'm going to switch it up. I said the Timberwolves can get as high as the sixth seed, and they will definitely. I thought he said five. I said six. I said I, I named six teams six. better than them. Okay. I see. Yeah. I said six, and then I think he I, started with five and then retracted to six. Yeah. I no because I had said five, but then I realized okay, Warriors, okay. Nuggets, Jazz, whatever. Okay. So then I said six, and I said you know Mavericks and Clippers will be there along with the Grizzlies, and then the, the, the they will be anywhere from six to nine in my opinion. Like they'll be either in the playing tournament or they'll be in All the right. six. Well, but you predicted that they would finish above the Mavericks and the Clippers. I did. I I believe that they have a chance to be better than the Mavericks and the Clippers. Yes, I believe they could. I still disagree with that. All right, that's fine. There's I, no way. That's in my fine. Opinion. I I I that's fine. And bottom line is, I might be wrong about that, but I could still be right in the fact that they will get into a playing yes. spot and possibly make the playoffs. I don't think they'll make the playoffs. Even do you think they'll get Maybe. the play? The play in tournament? Maybe counts? they'll get the play. Yeah, I guess. I, and Maybe I, I think if they get the play in, they could get into the playoffs through that, if not make it outright. So my I think question this, is, why do you like this team so much? Because I think that this this young core is very very good, and they're starting to develop something with a new head coach that they've brought in over the last few right, years. Right. They have the th- again three guys who are twenty five, two guys who will just be entering their prime at about 27, 28 in the next few years. Yep. Edwards who is already very, very good for us. At 20 years old, this kid is very good. He has a good playmaking ability. He can score. I think Edwards is the person that I would Edwards, look at more than Edwards. Edwards. I was Edwards, just going to say that. Because he's the youngest. Saying. Edwards can score at all three levels. He's no, actually he's, been struggling. He's, really good. he's actually been struggling from three over the last few games. And if he gets hot, it's oh, it, like, it's bad. Because Edwards, if he gets hot, he can catch you off the dribble because you have to respect his three-point shot. And he's good defensively. He hustles. He's a great young guy. I think the main it, reason I like him is because the young Corey. Yeah, answer your question. If Cat can stay healthy for the next few years, I think that... Yeah. Knock on wood. Beautiful, but I don't think Delo's your guy. D- and, no, and Delo and Delo is injured currently right now, so keep that in mind that he is hurt. And they had to start Josh Okogi today, and he's actually I like him off the bench as well. Good defender, another good hustle guy. He's in my opinion, he reminds me of an Alex Caruso in terms of how he plays. He plays well on defense. He hustles. He gets in your face. He's a good like grit and grit and grind kind of guy. Anyway, moving on. I, I feel like hopefully that kind of made you understand more where I'm coming from in terms of my explanation as to where I think they are. That is my set thing. We have recordings of this. It's on Spotify, so we can pull up what I said, and I will not be shifting anything I said. <laughs> By the way, we are on Spotify now, wait. so if you want to check that out, you can. Quick plug. Yeah, quick little plug for us, obviously. And now promo. some general NBA talk. So there was some chance last night, or a few nights ago, in the Portland Trailblazers-Philadelphia uh, 76ers matchup in Philly, where the fans were chanting, we want Lillard. I had to get the little claps in there, but anyway. So... There were talks about possibly the the Trailblazers and Sixers making a deal over the offseason with Lillard and Ben Simmons. Obviously, Ben, we know he's holding out. He's not playing. He doesn't want to be there, obviously. But Dame right now has not looked good. And Portland as a team has not looked good. Dame right now, I believe, is shooting around 35% from the field, under 30% from three. He is looking abysmal. Obviously, obviously, Dame is not going to continue to do this. It's Damian Lillard. We know what he is. Abysmal is a strong word. Well, for his standards, this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. abysmal to shoot twenty eight percent from three and thirty five yeah. from the field. That's yeah, for bad him. for him. For him, it's that's bad. Yeah. yeah, I'd say abysmal. Dame, Dame. I like my big words. You know that. Yeah, Damian Lillard. <laughs> overall, do you think Jacob? Because that's a team that I was saying the 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 Timberwolves right now definitely look better than and can be better. But regardless, we're speak, speaking just on the Trailblazers. Do you think that first off, Dame will turn it around, which I do, and do you think Portland will? 
just even get in the playing tournament. I think Dame will absolutely turn around. I, I think the Blazers are really bad. Um, As a I, team, yeah, I think so. I I I, I just they've been bad. It's, they've it's been, such, they it's been such a disappointing, continuously disappointing situation for Lillard. Um and and staying there all this time, yeah. I, I just it sucks. I, 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 I hate to see I, you got to respect it, but like oh, Portland runs deep in that guy's veins for him to be able to stay this long. Don't know he, why he, he he loves that he loves that city, loves that just yeah, state of more like he yeah Rip City. He is there entrenched. He there are there. Listen, Stephen A has said this for the insiders that he has. If Dame were to leave, the only place he would want to go is Jacob's team, the Garden. He wants to go to the Garden. If really? Damian Miller gets out of there, he's going to New York. That Which is I don't think will happen because I think it's at a point now where he's staying. I don't think where he's he staying. Like I, said, I don't think he's going to fill it up. I think things have. I think well, that would be a trade though. They couldn't like. I mean, if they traded Ben for him, it's not Dame's. I choice. think it's like, too late. It's very yeah. disappointing. He'll be in that list of guys that never get a ring. Plus, you so got you got to give Chauncey. You got to give Chauncey Billups some time. They do have a new head coach, but overall, I just hate it. They're because, just not good enough. No, because I mean, over, their team's over, not good. Over the span with Terry Stotts, when they had Lamarcus Aldridge, when they had Wesley Matthews, when like when they when they had Nicholas. Tomb when he was younger, like in the in, in the early 2010s, 2013, 2014, 2015, in that time span. They just overall they 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 saddened me. And this is the thing. They're one of those teams because they had such great players in Damian, in CJ McCollum, in Aldridge when he was there, when he was in his prime, when they had Nicholas Batum, when they had these guys, they didn't want to go into rebuild mode. And that was part of the issue. That they were never in rebuild mode, but they were never in championship contention either. They were always a team that could make it to the conference finals every few every like once in a while. They made it one year, got swept by that Golden State KD powerhouse. Mm-hmm. They've lost to San Antonio a few times in in, in the semis. You know they lost to Denver last year. I believe it was in the first round. Yeah, they lost like lost in six games despite that heroic game from Dame when they went to double overtime. But anyway, it's the point that with ter- part of the reason they got they got rid of Terry Stotts was because they had been so they had been the the, the walking definition of middle of the pack. They were never a team that was going to tank for a bit good pick, and that's part of the problem. They could never develop through the draft because they were never getting a good pick because they were always in the position where they were in the playoffs, not in a contention, but they were going to make the playoffs because you had Damon CJ, because you had one of, the, one of the best point guards in the NBA and a top 10, top Top ten shooting guard probably in CJ like it at the time. Even still, now I could see him being top ten, maybe definitely top fifteen, maybe top ten. My point is, is that I feel bad for just Portland in general that they've been in this situation for so long and they haven't been able to find the common ground of all right, we're gonna either tank because like you like because it's like you have to like it's like they have to think when they have Dame and CJ, you're not gonna tank with those two guys. But it's like at this point, I don't know where else they go because they're not a championship contender. They haven't ever been, and they're not right now. Lesser than they lesser lesser of a championship contender than people have considered them in the past. So I don't know where they go from here. It's weird. Like they're they're they've yeah, been in, they've been in it's the, a in bad the, situation. Yeah, it's just it's not a good situation for Dame. Another guy I wanted to talk about, James Harden. This new rule the NBA has been implementing about like the, how the, they're calling fouls differently. It's really interesting. I feel, I feel like it's I don't know if that's what's impacting James Harden or it's just the fact that like this is this is his first time when he's when he when he's been going from the beginning of the season like since 20, 2019 before the COVID yeah. year. This is the first time that he's come into a full flesh season with an off season training camp preseason yeah. everything like in knowing his situation. But it's hard to think that would be negative. I know, but it's it, it, but it, it's. With Harden, it's weird. He's not look. He hasn't looked great over the first, I believe, eight or nine games that Brooklyn's played. They actually played tonight against Atlanta. I want to check to see if I believe the game is over. So did they win? The Nets. Actually, the Nets won by nine tonight. One seventeen. That's a good win for them. That is a good win at home. I want to see how Harden did. Harden. Yeah, he had like tonight. He had sixteen, five for fourteen from the field, five of eleven from three. He had sixteen points, eleven assists, a decent day. Like it. Well, is, it you know, 
You, you can continue. You know, I just before I go to you, like Harden is just not playing up to his capabilities. Him and Lillard to start, and I think Harden will get it figured out eventually too, because you have to believe it. It's James Harden, like it, you know, you know what I mean. It's just, but I don't know. It's weird to see how he's struggling with this. Well, Harden's never been in this role before. I mean, ever, he yeah. is way more so of, a, of a true point guard than he's ever been. I mean, even in those without Kyrie now, especially even in those games in the playoffs, he was scoring 18, 19, 20, well, 21, he was, 24. He was hurt, coming he was off hurt, of injury, but yeah, like still, that's I think that is what he's going to do. He can do it well. He can facilitate the basketball. He's not, he's not right, but he's got he's got to be way more efficient. In general, though, I will say I think the Nets should be really, really worried because their bench is terrible and they still can't play defense. They couldn't play defense last year, and they haven't really made any strides to improve on defense this year. Yeah, they only win games like what, what was the final today? One seventeen, one hundred eight. Yeah, I mean that's not terrible. And, now, but and they, I, this was their eighth game. They're now five and three on the I season. I would be. I I I cannot remember the last time the yeah. Brooklyn Nets have won a game while scoring less than one hundred and fifteen points. No, they, 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 always, they have to score. Yeah, their defense isn't great. They're, they're not one, a great defense. They always team. win one twenty five to one ten. Talking about like that, they don't they don't play defense. They can't win a championship like that. The, sticking with the Eastern Conference, though, I get what you're saying about Brooklyn, a team that I want to highlight and spotlight is the yeah, Miami. Absolutely, Heat. I am. I mean, I'm not even surprised. I'm just so impressed. I obviously knew when they got the trade for PZ Tucker, when they moved, when they made the move for Kyle Lowry, they were going to be good. Tyler Hero has had a resurgence so far. He has looked unbelievable off the bench. I want to actually see if I can pull up I mean, his stats. They might have the best one, I one see, through six in the NBA. I want to see. They if, really he's going to win Sixth Man of the Year award, no doubt. Right now, he's the front runner for that award. Tyler Hero. There's no question. They have no holes in their in their lineup. I either. think he I scored mean, almost like I think I I need to check his stats. Hall. I think Tyler Hero is averaging almost close to twenty points a game. But like, I would is, not be surprised if the, the Heat made the championship. Neither would I because this, this is the thing. Bam, 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 Bam is looking. Bam Hero. They're Duncan, starting lineup: Jimmy. Butler, Kyle, Tucker, and this is the thing. Bam, he's hurt right. He's hurt right now. Yeah, but he's he'll be hurt. back. I was gonna say I didn't even like, dude. You don't even know about him. The thing PJ is, Tucker, the thing Eric is, Spolstra, PJ yeah, Tucker, and Spolstra is a top five coach in the NBA. I love 100%. him. One hundred percent. The thing is, Bam. What's so great about Bam Adebayo? First off, he can't really shoot. He is a point center. He's a guy that you can have bring the ball up and lit- literally yeah. run your offense. He passes like, him. so well. He's he's one besides Jokic. I think he's the best passing big man in the league right 100%. now. Hundred percent. Bam is insane. Kyle Lowry. He hasn't even looked great to start off, no. and they're still six and one. Yeah. Tucker doesn't have to score at all. Tucker can just be the, the rough rider defensive like, guy. Like they you have, said Oladipo is not even back. And yet. they, and yeah, they I didn't even know Oladipo's on the team. And, and another big role player, yeah. Markeith Morris. They got. He's kind of the yeah, same guy as like as Tucker. Too. Yeah, Tyler Hero. Is, Morris, but okay. I know, but he's, yeah, he's, he's, like he's, he's just helpful. Tyler Hero has been good. Duncan Robinson can go off at any moment, hit seven threes, Hero's drop and drop like twenty five. He's, he's been like doing well. well. Bo- bottom line is, and even Butler, we know what Butler's going to give. Yeah, so deep right now. Guess how many points Hero's averaging off the bench? Twenty three. Twenty two point four. Yeah, he's he's play, that's off the soda. bench. He's playing great. Miami is overall looks great. Another team that's kind of looking iffy right now. Milwaukee. They're four and four. They're looking kind of iffy right now. I don't know do you, what it is. Do you have any? Worries. I mean, I mean, not really worries. I'm just like kind of. I'm like confused. Yeah, I'm worried about the Nets. I mean, the they they blew, they blew I out. So. I mean, yeah, but they blew out Brooklyn the first night, and since then they've looked like yeah, like they haven't looked great. I don't know. I'm not concerned. I'm just. I think it's worth mentioning they haven't looked yeah. great so far. Last thing, going to the West. Two like two things in the West. First, I want to. The Jazz are six and one. They obviously are good. Donovan Mitchell, they're the best is, regular season team. No, like, Don, 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 I was gonna say any Utah Jazz fans that don't know if we have any listening because if you're a Utah Jazz fan, I mean. Fine, but bottom line, like, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. If you're a Utah Jazz fan, that's cool. But 
They are Not they cool. are by, they are by far the best regular season team I've seen, but they don't perform in the playoffs at all. No. Because once you get in the playoffs, it's hard to be it's hard to win because they, like teams will literally just play small ball as the Clippers did last year and just force Gobert to guard them on the perimeter, and Gobert can't do that. And even though Mitchell is a, is a superstar in the making, he's a great player, he's a great closer as well. Boy, Boyan Bogdanovich is good. Joe Ingles is a good player. Royce O'Neal, nice Conley, team. They just Clarkson, don't have a playoff team. I mean. Like it's it's weird. And Mike Conley's there too. It's like you'd think okay they could be a playoff team, but for some reason in the playoffs they they don't come through. I maybe this could be. And the there's some great teams, teams in the West yeah, every year though, man. And the other thing, last last hey, thing, Phoenix. Quiet, like last thing, Los Angeles Lakers. I don't know what's going on with their defense. They've looked so bad on defense. I want to pull up. I mean, the, just, just just their schedule overall in terms of what they've like what they've done in terms of their schedule and who they've played. So these are the games they've had so far. So obviously in October, they uh, played the Warriors. Let up, they lost one, let up one twenty one, one fifteen to the Suns, one eighteen to the Grizzlies, one twenty one to the Spurs, one twenty three to the Thunder, one oh one to the Cavs. Then this is the only game where they haven't let up a hundred points. Eighty five to the Rockets. Then. Last night, let up 117 to the Rockets in a squeak-out win. This is out of their first, I mean, two, four, six, out of their first eight games, they have let up at least 100 points in seven out of those eight Oof. games. And so, and listen, look at the competition. Cleveland, OKC, San Antonio, OKC. Houston again. That like, OKC game was close, close. Too. 123, that was the second most. They've the, the, Actually, no, that's the most points that they've let up of any team We're so far. We're seeing the league. Yeah, they're playing them again tomorrow. What is going on with this Lakers defense, and why can't they, why are they not performing, Jacob? Because going in, you have Davis, who's good on defense, Westbrook, LeBron's, but LeBron's hustling more than he ever has in the last few years. Honestly, yeah. this early in the year, it's weird. Why is he know. running so much, Jacob? I'm just asking. No, I'm yeah, just saying. Right? It's I'm almost just, like he's a basketball player. No, okay, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like why is their defense so bad? I, I it's it's hard I, to say. I, I, it's hard to say. I don't, I don't really get to watch much Lakers games because they play late. Um, so I can't pinpoint I exact have pass, reasoning. So I do watch them, but I can give insight after you. I, mean, I can't give exact reasoning. I mean, I, I would, in general, my thing about the Lakers, like last year more so, was that I just didn't find them to be a scrappy enough team compared to the year before Yeah, when they won, you know, when they had, you know, guys that, that could really, you know, mm-hmm. be energetic for them on defense. But I, I don't know. You're, you should talk about this year more than me. You know, Lakers, honestly, part of their problem is, they, so Melo's not a great defender, but the guys that I've been expecting to step up that really have not been is Davis and Westbrook. I don't know what it is. AD hasn't been bad. No, defensively, I mean. Like, true. As, as, and as a team, they just don't look, like, cohesive on defense. Like, honestly, one of the guys that I've been looking at that's played the best defense from what I've watched is Austin Reeves. Like, just, like, not even by stats, but just, like, looking at the way they play, hustle, yeah. sliding their feet, cutting guys off, getting in front of people. It's been Austin Reeves. Like, it, yeah. it's, and even Malik Monk, too, has played good defense. But it's, like, they're just, as a team, they're not in it defensively. And that could just be that the Lakers, they're eight games in, they'll turn it on when they have to. Right. They're, they're, uh, I would they're, think that. That's they're more they're, the they're, they're the kind of team that if they need to, they can. But like right now, I can't expect that until I see them do it because the only team they've held to under 100 is the Rockets and 85. And the night after that, they, they let up 117. So it's like they just I need to see like a string of games of a few of them where they can hold hold them to 100 or less. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm looking for for the Lakers. But last and we're done with NBA now. Before we get to our little fun topic. Jacob actually mentioned this. We really don't talk about college sports at all. So I wanted to mention the college football playoff rankings that came out uh, this week after week nine. Jacob's Ohio State Buckeyes are right outside the playoff picture looking at number five. 
Um, they have a few. They you know, they had a good win against Penn State. They have a big game la- like way later in the season against Michigan. Mm-hmm. Do you think Ohio State can jump up into that top four over Oregon? I believe it was it was, yeah. it was Oregon, Michigan State, Bama, and Georgia. Correct in the top yeah, four. Yeah, I think though I think they're gonna win the games uh, this month that they're playing. Uh, they don't have any terribly hard opponents. They have Michigan State who. That's a, really, that, that's a yeah. That's, that's why Michigan hits a big Michigan one. Michigan State's yeah. a, a big hard game. But and, they play, aside, and they play Michigan later. Aside from that, it's not too bad. I think that this team, honestly, um, I, I think they'll be right around the playoff. Obviously, they have to win out because they do have up the there one, too. They do have the one loss. Yeah, I'm more worried about state than than regular <laughs> Michigan. Honestly, well, they beat Michigan every year. Jim, oh, uh, was it gonna, Jim? They, was it Jim? Jim Harbaugh? He can't. He, can't he, he might be out of a job after this year. Honestly, he might be out of a job. It's hard to say. Yeah. C.J. Shrewd, the quarterback, not doesn't seem to be as great of a big game quarterback as their last few quarterbacks that have you know Definitely, gone to play yeah, in just, the NFL. Justin Fields, yeah, I mean that's it's really really hard to say. I think Michigan State's their hardest game. That's November twentieth. They have to win that game. If they if they lose their uh, yeah. if they lose any game, they they have to win out because they already have the one loss. That's so true. They, so yeah, they have yeah, to yeah. win out. It's going to be tough. We'll see. It'll be really. I, hard to I say. also want to shout out next Tuesday. Uh, November 9th starts college basketball. We have, obviously, Quinnipiac men starting. Big game, Duke-Kentucky 9-10 matchup in the Champions Ooh. Classic. That's going to be a big day. We're going to be watching those games. I'll tell you that right now. But final <laughs> thing, fun topic that Jacob came up with. So he, he's done this on a few of his other shows. Like he's mentioned, he's done like podcasts, you know, broadcasting before. Athletes we would want to have dinner with from the four main sports. So you pick one from hockey, one from baseball, one from basketball, and one from football. Are we doing all time or just right now? You're doing anything. Anybody, Anyone ever, right? Time? Anybody wow. ever. All right, okay. all right. So you're all right. So give me Jacob. Well, what, we're gonna we're gonna go all, do we start with? We're gonna no, we're gonna go all four for each person. So I want like here. Right, so okay. you're gonna just, uh, just no, go we'll sport by sport. sport. All, right, all right, all right. Go. We'll do. Let's do basketball first. Um, I always like switch when I think about this. I think it's one of the two hosts from uh, TNT. I think it's got to be either Shaq or Chuck for me. That's, that's, I'm feeling yeah. Shaq today. <laughs> feeling like li- li- like listening to Shaq crack me up today. True. Um, what I'm, about you? I'm going to go with KG. Oh, yeah? Because I'm a Boston kid. Yeah, he's sick anyway. He's fantastic energy. Like, just... I Uncut know, gems. Star, yeah, honestly. Yeah. So. Oh, no, yeah, K- no, KG. I just love to talk he, to the guy, honestly. He, <laughs> and he it'd just be fun to look up at him and be like, oh, hey, what's up, man? You know? Yep, six I, foot 11. I'm going to go Larry Bird because I want to... Oh, nice. No, because Larry Bird... I want to just hear the trash talking stories that this guy has because yeah. he's probably one of the most legendary trash talkers of all time. One of the best. And I just want to hear the stories. Plus, this man was just an electrifying player. I just want to talk to this guy and just like, yeah. I just want to talk It'd to him. It'd be nice to pick like, his brain. Yeah, just, That's a really just, good pick. just hear the stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so we'll go, uh, we'll go football next, Jacob. Um, football was a hard one for me. Um, honestly, I, I was thinking like older players at first. Yeah. But like, just like, I want a great dinner. I want energy. I want someone that's gonna go with my shack, and, and I and I pick Gronk. And oh, I, I that's think a great just, one. Great pick. Just that like is a great electric. One, yeah. How are those two? Like, how am I ever gonna stop laughing with those two? Or, just, or just stop talking. There's never gonna be like a yeah, moment of conversation yeah. ever. Um, I, I go with Tom Brady here, and for similar reasons. Like, I think KG and Tom Brady just intellectually would bounce off each other very well, and it would just be a fantastic Boston sports conversation. So, yeah, that's my pick. I'm going with a funny one here. I'm going with Marshawn Lynch. Oh, that's a good I one. Just, no one. I, I just, like, again, it's just the fact that, like, it's just Marshawn. Like, it, like I feel like I, you guys know who Mar- Like, you know Marshawn. I feel like I don't have to, like, say it. This, like, you know, the Skittle skills, like, eating the Skittle, like, drinking Hennessy, shots of Henny before the game, Skittles before the game. Just, like, you know, um... Like in, in the press conferences, there was like one where I think he just said like yes to or like 
well, I don't. I'm just here so I don't get fired. Oh, yeah, there was that, but there was like one interview literally where like he just, um, like he, he I can't remember exactly he said what thank it was. You to every, it might have been like that. It was, it was something, it was but whatever. You know what I mean? But just bottom line is, I feel like he'd be hilarious with Larry. It just, I feel like that would yeah. be a cool dynamic. But anyway, we'll go baseball for you. Yeah, so I had to, I had to throw a Yankee on for this one. Um, I had two in mind. I, I wanted to like, because like the thing is, I have my two very energetic, very yeah. outlandish so far. Uh huh. So I wanted to initially go with like someone historical because baseball, out of all these sports, has those people that like has are, the like, most history. Yeah, behind has the most it, history. Like, yeah. like guys that don't even feel like they're <clears throat> they're real people. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to like keep the kind of trend that I was going. So honestly, I had Jeter. Very simple pick. I think Jeter goes with those two. I think there will be a, a very nice respect level. I think that honestly, <clears throat> I don't think Gronk is like smart enough to even like care about baseball. So I don't even think that'll be much of a rivalry. And I don't think Jeter has any reason to dislike Gronk, so I don't think that'll be a problem. Yeah. Who do you go with? Big Poppy. I knew he was going to go with David Ortiz. Yeah. I had a feeling. Just the Boston, just absolute energy. Just awesome stories. Probably a lot of laughs. Um, Moment that sticks out for me with Big Poppy is after the marathon bombing and just the speech he gave, this is our effing city, like nobody's going to take it from us. Just like personified that Boston mentality and just Mm -hmm. like one of the toughest, funniest, nicest best guys I've ever seen play I baseball. Went with, so. I went with a current player. He's also a Yankee. I went with Aaron Judge. I just love the guy. He's, Ew. I just, I like, I just, <coughs> excuse Why me. Aaron he's just, a class act and he's one of the best me. players class in the league. Act, he's yeah, no, I just, listen. I, I mean, he's, he's a top five it, player in the Boston league. Guy. Right, I, so. Ignore the Boston guy. I, I'd go with Aaron Judge. I, I love the guy. I think he's a great player. I feel like he'd have maybe some cool stories too. I mean, I just, I just, I go with Aaron Judge. And we'll go hockey for the last one. Jacob, your hockey player that you would want dinner with. Who are you going with? Um, Another one I had a little issues with, you know, I wanted, um, my initial thought was, like, pretty simple. I was thinking, like, Messier, probably best Ranger ever, but he just doesn't squeeze in with these guys. A Ranger that I do think could is Hank. I think Lundquist is, like, you know, he's on the younger side. He's just barely around 40. Um, I think that he, despite being Swedish, you know, has completely adapted to being an American and kind of, you know, let me rephrase that. He understands American culture. More so than yeah. a lot of other foreign Speaks hockey players. Speaks English very fluently. Speaks English very well. I mean, that's not even what I meant, really. I'm saying I think he would actually also appreciate be- conversating with these people, whereas a lot of, Hosts especially who- foreign hockey players, so I went de- with Lundqvist. Hank is I went with the definition of a class act. Yeah, I, I mean. Probably, I have one guy out of that table that you want to get dinner with, just like go out with, probably Hank, honestly. I mean, he's just such, like, such an appealing guy to yeah. just talk to. Also in a band. Very yeah. good guitar. Yeah. He's, just, he's that's sick. That's cool, too. I, sick. Would, I would go... Um, you know, and I go with Keith Yandel because he's a Boston guy. He was close with Jimmy Hayes, God rest his soul. Um, it'd either be Keith Yandel or Kevin Hayes because they're both Boston guys. Just great energy. Heard him on the radio before with Spitting Chicklets. They just sound like funny guys. It'd probably be really nice to just sit down with them, have a drink or whatever. So. All right. So, again, hockey, not my main sport. I'm going with a cur- another current player. I just feel like this guy, like, he he, play- he plays in the East. I just think overall... Again, he would have cool stories. I feel I just I I don't really know the reasoning for taking him. I took Alexander Ovechkin. I knew you were gonna say that. I just I like I think I don't I don't, I really don't have like a general reason. I was between him and Sidney Crosby. I kind of just thought of like big names that play currently that I could just like have fun conversations with, and just like again like kind of pick their brain. I don't know. I feel like my list is a little bit weirder, but I went with Ovechkin. I feel like it was a safe pick. Didn't really know who else to go with, so I just went with Ovechkin. Good pick. Yeah, one safe pick, but. I think that wraps it up. We threw in a fun topic again for this for this week for you guys. You know, we hadn't done it in a while. We had a lot of sports to cover. I know the show ran a little bit long today. Had a lot of stuff to get in, but we appreciate you guys listening. Mari, thank you for the call. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you guys next time.
Thank you. Thanks, guys.